I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right. How you doing? Good. We have to crown a new champion. Our new champion is on hold right now. Okay. Like champion beyond champion. Like dedication wow. beyond dedication. Dominica, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, guys. How's How are it you? Going? I'm good. It's actually pronounced Dominica. Oh, hey. Dominica. Damn. Dominica. I like, oh, actually, I like, like that better. Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> uh, okay. Dominica. Yes. You are, first of all, incredible. We said right before we brought you on the phone that we have to crown a new champion. Because we were talking earlier this week, everybody was getting their Spotify results on how many things they listened to, what their favorite podcasts were, how long they listened for, how many of the same podcasts they listen every day. And we've been blown away by the amount of people uh, who are spending an incredible amount of time with the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah. And we thought we had our champion earlier when we talked to a guy who this year listened to 213 episodes of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast, totaling 73,000 minutes. Mm. So that is 50 days. If you listen 24 hours a day, that's 50 days of this year of just listening to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. Now you, on the other hand, sent me this. 215 episodes yeah. for a total of 99,000 minutes this year. Oh my God, Dominica, girl. How <laughs> <laughs> <And> new? <laughs> wow. Dominica, how is this even possible? What was what was going on in your life? I mean, we know that a lot of people had a lot of time on their hands because of COVID and working yeah. from home and everything else. But how are you even able to do this? So I was also pregnant at the time and at home, working from home because of COVID. And then my doctor says, all right, it's looking like we should take you off work. You need to go on sick leave. Just some minor things with the pregnancy. He felt like it would be better for me to be on sick leave. Yeah. So then I all of a sudden had so much time. We watched all the shows on TV <laughs> and I was so over television. Yeah. Even like watching things that you guys suggested. Um, but yeah, so I just had so much time and listened to the podcast front and back and wow. back and front. So, yeah. so you listen to the whole thing because it says here, like uh, uh, the, the, the crazy thing is, is that it says that you've listened to 215 episodes of the Raza Mocha Show podcast. Today we're releasing 211 like, right. you've listened to more episodes than are in existence of the show. <laughs> well, we have all the bonus episodes, too, Even right? still. The special edition ones. So, are you listening every single day and then multiple episodes a day? 
At one point, yes. And also, I don't know if it's cheating or not, but I keep it on sometimes at night when I couldn't sleep, especially when I was pregnant and couldn't sleep. Now, oh, wow. so much with a three-month-old, I don't listen at night. But I was listening through the night, too, and then I would, like, you know, wake up and miss something. So I'd kind of don't go back and oh, see wow. what I missed. And, and in case anybody <laughs> isn't able to do the math, I so the, the, the previous champion, um, can you find me his name more? Yeah, it I, was I, Avery. I wanna, Avery. Avery, yeah. Avery was the previous champion at 50 days. Uh, if you add up all the minutes he spent listening to the Razumoko Show podcast. Uh, yours, by the way, is 69 days. Wow. <laughs> if you listen for 24 hours a day this year, it would take you 69 oh days goodness. to achieve what you achieved. Almost 100,000 minutes. It's Dominica. <laughs> Are you a little bit pissed that you didn't crack a hundred thousand? Just a little. Yeah, like me too. <laughs> yeah, you know? so close. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it was ninety nine thousand four hundred and thirty minutes uh, you spent this year listening to the Razamoka Show podcast. I should also say I only started listening to the podcast because I only caught wind of it in like February. So really? somehow yeah. I caught up and then. I was like, well, it's done. I guess I'll listen again. Rookie <laughs> of the year oh, no. on top of it all. <laughs> Congratulations, Dominica. Thank you, guys. You got it. Hey, Dominica, it was lovely speaking with you. We have so much love for you and for the time that you've uh, shared with us. We we definitely appreciate it. Um, and between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I knew you were going to ask. And I'm going to sound like every single person that says they can't choose. Um <laughs> But okay. you know what we say to every single person that says I, that. I know. Okay, so truthfully, I do love you both. And you guys are com- like your opposites and you just play off each other. And it's amazing. And that's what makes the show so great. Mm-hmm. And after listening to the podcast, Roz has grown on me so, so much. But it's still Mocha. Wow, man. Mocha wow. So Even after 100,000 100, minutes, <laughs> I, I still couldn't convince you, huh? <laughs> Almost 70 days. <laughs> and you still don't like me. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. What a way to end off the year, huh? Yeah, thanks. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dominica, we love you. I love you guys so oh, much. Oh, and how's the baby? How's the baby? She is amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. great. What's her name? Jet. J-E-T-T. Love it. Well, much love to you and your entire family, including little baby Jet. <laughs> thanks, you too. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Damn, yeah, Maury made some more cold calls over the weekend to randoms right across the country in an attempt to spread some Christmas cheer. Oh, yeah? And get them to sing along with him. Oh, Morioki style? Morioki style. I like with that. With some classic Christmas songs. Some people were into it, some. Oh, ah. no. I would say majority <laughs> oh, of the people. No. Majority yeah. were really, really into it. Hello. Merry Christmas. It's Maury with the Roz and Mocha Show, and it's time for Maury Oki, who's excited to sing. Uh, sorry. No, thank you. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to sing? Or do, you know, do you need some Christmas cheer? Uh, oh. Go ahead. Okay. In the jello, we can build a snowman. Huh? And the parsley, and the... And the parsley brown. Parsley's brown. Yeah. Um... Uh, try, you want to call me back in like a half an hour or so? Yeah. Okay, I'll call you back. <laughs> Silent night, cold night, all is bright round the young. Y'all don't know the words. Huh? I think I'm pretty lost from there. 
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you glow. Take a look in the moon. <laughs> right within your home. Is that right? All right, you tell me. I don't think that's right. Can we, can we do another song? Like, why okay, is yeah, this yeah, yeah. song? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Ah. yeah. Don't want a lot Wow. <laughs> Everything you need to know. I don't think you got that lyric right. <laughs> oh. I just want you all alone. <laughs> More than you can ever know. Take a Damn. wish from me. <laughs> oh, um, hello. Hi. Okay. You told me to call you back. Is uh, Is now an okay time? Yes, sir. First of all, are, am I on speakerphone or something? You sound different. No, I'm in the bathroom. Oh, do you have to be in the bathroom? Uh, I was using the toilet. <laughs> no. But I, 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 I'm getting, get, no, no, can you wait? Oh, I'll wait. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. Come on. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas where, where the trees drop glisten. And, and children, children listen to hear. Children would like we'll to hear the, the <laughs> rocking around the Christmas, the Christmas tree. Happy holiday. Later we'll do some caroling and maybe go in a sleigh. <laughs> rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah, have a pumpkin pie know. for me. Okay, <laughs> one more. You ready? Okay. And they told him <laughs> A newborn king is born <laughs> Our finest gifts he brings Rumpa-pum-pum 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 Uh, yeah this is the Roz and mocha show podcast the question is always god there's nothing on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's very difficult i sit there i will sit there and just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll because i feel that there's nothing on uh and then max scroll time before you give up like just do something else hours man Really? Yeah, I'll oh. I'll scroll for a little while, get bored, and then go and do something in the kitchen or yeah. on the computer, and then go back and start scrolling again. Um, so um, I need you to do something, Mocha, for me. Yes. Um, grab your ding and your buzzer. <laughs> what? Okay. So like your your ding and you know you know the thing when you say yes I do no I don't. That's your yes I do. Yeah. And there's your no, you don't. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I was gonna say you can't ask me that at work, bro. So here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do right now. Okay. I'm gonna go through a list of everybody's releasing their best TV shows of the year. Yes. Okay. And here's why I'm gonna help everybody out right now. Because for everybody who's saying there's nothing on TV, uh-huh. I'm gonna go through this list. There's like three of them here of what the best shows of the year are. Wow. You ding for everyone you've watched. Yeah. And you hit the buzzer for everyone you haven't. And I'm gonna stockpile everything that you're going to be watching over the holidays. Okay. You're going to stockpile all my dings? I'm going to stockpile all your dings. Okay, so, according to Variety, I Hate Susie. Uh, The Amber Ruffin Show. uh, Immigration Nation. uh, Betty. uh, Steven... Oh, wait. Uh, On HBO. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Steven uh, Universe. Harley Quinn. uh, Mythic Quest. uh, Little America. uh, Kidding. 
Teenage Bounty Hunters. Miss America. Oh, wait, say that one? Mrs. America. Oh. The Great Pottery Throwdown. Ted Lasso. The Queen's Gambit. Okay, so now let's move on then. Uh, now let's go to uh, Rolling Stone list of the 20 best shows of 2020. Again, this is for everybody who says there's nothing on. I'm going through lists of what people have said are the best shows of the year, and I guarantee you, you haven't seen any of them. Okay. Wait, have you watched all of these? No. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> Nuts. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Grand Army. The Plot Against America. Raimi. High Fidelity. Bojack Horseman. The Great. Dave. My Brilliant Friend. Better Things. Bluey. Wait, did you say Stranger Things? No, Better Things. Oh. Bluey. I think it's a show called Penis, but it's spelled <laughs> P-N-1-5. Okay. Is that Penis or Pen-15? <laughs> um, regardless, I'm not watching either. Pen-15. Penis. Okay, you haven't watched either of them. How To with John Wilson. We Are Who We Are. What We Do in the Shadows. Normal People. What we do in the shadows or yeah. showers? What we do in the shadows. Oh. Also, what do we do in the showers? <laughs> Normal oh, people. Wait, 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 that one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There we go. You've seen it all. I've seen it. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I hope this is season two. Okay. Normal people. The good Lord Bird. I never heard of half of these shows. Okay. I may destroy you. Brockmire. Lovecraft County. And number one, Better Call Saul. Latest season. Oh, in general. Oh, in general? Oh, wait, I'm trying to think back which season I'm on right now. But you now. have not seen this season. I have not seen this season. Okay, well. I've seen, like, seasons one through four, three? Okay, so the... Okay, so past seasons of Better Call Saul? What about the current season of Better Call Saul? Because that... Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. My dreams have come true. They have even tighter pants available than the tight <laughs> pants that you currently wear. They've somehow, science has somehow figured out a way to make pants even tighter. My second dream has come true. What's the thing I always say I want that I wish I had? Because, you know, a me bigger, and I don't, longer scarf. I don't like massages. Oh, I know. I think that they hurt. And Something I feel... that tickles your feet. Because you love your feet getting tickled. No, I love everything tickled. Oh, your butt, your butt. I love everything. My butt, my butt. This back, has to do my with head, your butt. My everything. They've invented something that makes your butt feel good. No, somebody oh. has opened, and I mean, it's in Dallas, so fat chance of me getting down there. We can't cross the borders, like I if you're know. driving. This is why I need somebody to franchise this up here. No, they've opened a tickle bar. A tickle bar? Yeah. Like Why don't we legit, open a tickle bar? Why? Because I, I don't want to tickle people. I want to be tickled. Duh. We're the owners. No. And then we hire ticklers. No, no. And then as part of being an owner is that you get free tickles. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but they're not free tickles when you got to pay the rent. You still get I don't tickles, wanna, I don't man. Want, listen, I'm not an entrepreneur, okay? I don't want to own anything. I don't want to run anything. I don't want to worry about payroll and well, benefits. Well, hire and, my dad. My dad's an accountant. He can handle oh, all that. Oh, for Jesus. No, your dad is not tickling me. Not to tickle you, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> to run the books. I'm like, I'm trying to like- He's an accountant. Oh, okay. I'm you like- get that, tickled? I'm not going to offer up I burn. don't want to get tickled by your dad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. You've got me so stressed out right now. You need to tickle? Yes. Okay. What I'm saying is that they've opened up a tickle bar. 
And because of the pandemic, it's appointment only. Fine, fair enough. Okay. You show up. They give you a glass of wine, and oh, then yeah. you're escorted into one of five Moroccan-style tickle tents. Uh-huh. Apparently, you can do shirt on or shirt off. <laughs> off. And from there, you pick the tickle style you want. You can have hair play and back tickles or both. And you pay uh, for 25 or 50 minutes. And it costs $40 for the sort of shorter session and $60 for the longer one. Worth it. Now, I don't know Worth what it's called, it. but can you have somebody sort of draw on your chest? That's just, no, just tickles. It's just tickles. Stop adding. It's just tickles, man. No, it's, 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 listen, man, there's no, you can't alter the menu more, okay? Yeah. I just said, it's it's back tickles or hair play, or you can have both. Yeah. That's the that's only combo. Only, that's the only combo. That's all you need. Well, you can't go there and only get one. No, you have to get both. Yeah. You have to get both. And they got to like run your fingers through your hair and then they got to like tickle your back. And if yeah. you want to draw something, that's fine. Well, more. that's the fun part. They can, is they if can like, draw oh, something. Like you can whisper, oh, it's a house. No, I just want to be passive. I don't yeah. want to, I don't want somebody to start quizzing me on what they're doing. Just do your job, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Sean Mendez's album is finally here. That's the deal, huh? It's called Wonder. It's 40 minutes long, 14 songs. And it is good. Is it? Listen to the whole thing. What stands out? Anything better than Wonder? Anything better than Wonder? Yeah, I'd say so. You really? There's are. one song that a lot of people are talking about. That's near the end of the album called Look Up at the Stars. Sounds like this. Look up at the stars. They're like pieces of art Floating above the ground It's a Friday night and streetlights Are all saying your name They always say your name Before you go home I should let you know I'm so glad that you came And a lot of the songs on the album we Kind of start late. like this just a piano and Sean's voice. I've the stars, they're like pieces of art floating above the ground. So you get the general feel of this song, right? I'll tell you what I like about it, what a lot of people like about it. Is that at a certain point, it switches up and it picks up right here. That's so good, man. Reminds me of Justin Timberlake a little bit. This one track. Yo, what else you want to hear? It's so fun. I keep saying this, man. He and Harry Styles need to get together and create a band because they're both so wildly inspired by the Beatles. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, there's one track on there called 305. Sounds like this. So like not all the songs on the album are down to mid-tempo. You get stuff like this. Like 
cool vintage upbeat vibe yeah. is called Pieces of You. Pieces of You. Oh, Piece of You. Piece of You. Yeah, this one here. Yeah, it makes me wanna cry. Ooh, that's good. Don't know what to do. Wait till this kicks in. It's so hard, but it's true. Everybody wants a piece. You ready, Rod? Get reckless, I'm obsessive, I'm pathetic and possessive. You're so sure it makes me insecure. You're majestic, mesmerizing. Super good, right? Yeah, it's great. Uh, the new album from Sean Mendes is out right now. It's called Wonder. You know what this one sounds like, don't you? What? Song Putting on the Ritz. I don't want to share. Ooh. It's good, right? Oh, it's so good. Uh, let me play you another one that I'm really, really digging. Track number eight is called Song for No One. I wake up a little drunk, check my phone, I'm all alone. Ten missed calls, a couple texts, none of them who I'm looking for. Who I'm looking for. And this is another one of those songs where it starts yeah. off like this. Yeah. This is a song. And then right in the middle, it switches up. So again, with this one, you get the general vibe, right? Yeah. Song for No One, track number eight on Sean Mendes' Wonder album. Close to two minutes, it goes into this. And this is the same song, bro. Oh my god, bro! I'm telling you, this album is so good. Yeah, he's um. I like the I, I like what he's doing and you know my feelings on Harry Styles, which is I like the idea of trying instead of capitalizing on anything of a moment, he went into this looking to make something that was timeless. Yeah. And you can tell, like in every single song, there's not one thing in there that sounds like it was done because of popularity. Yeah. Everything had the intent of being timeless. Uh, it's so good. The album's called Wonder. We're playing it in its entirety at 7 o'clock tonight with Chris Kelly and Deeper Prashad. Wonder, available now on Apple Music. Get six months free. Apple Music on select Rogers Infinite Plans, exclusively with Rogers. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See, uh, Sean Mendes was on James Corden's show last night, virtually, right? So they're yeah. doing it Zoom style. And he played Spill Your Guts or Feel Your Guts. Okay. Where James will ask a series of questions, and Sean Mendez has to give an answer to that question. Mm -hmm. If not, there are three trays of food, and it's got like a cover, a silver cover on it, like at a restaurant. So who brought that to his house? That's my question. I don't know, because on James Corden's desk, he had the food in front of him underneath right. that tray. Yeah. And then at Sean Mendez's place, I assume he's in LA. Yeah. He's also got the same 
like plates with stuff on it with the trays. But like, so somebody had to have brought it to him and set it up in the way that it's supposed to be set up. You can't have like people like that coming into your house. I know. It's, it's like did they? It's like did they say, okay, here's your pretty platter. In this Ziploc bag is bull penis. Make sure you take out the bull penis, put it in the microwave for 30 minutes. Yeah, are there instructions? Right, yeah. Like when you like, get those yeah. food boxes that's <laughs> yeah. with pictures and everything? Yeah. You've had lucrative endorsement deals with brands like Armani, Calvin Klein, and Roots Canada. Yeah. What is the most amount of money you've been offered for an endorsement and who was it from? <laughs> Straight up. Now, we know you love talking about money. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Armani. So, there we go. Well, no, it's not there we go, because you're missing quite a vital part of the question, which is, what is the most amount of money you've been offered for an endorsement? Oh, the, the question is the number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was surprised by how eagerly you were to answer it. I cannot do this, James. I'm going to have to see what's under here. <laughs> oh, oh it's scorpion-dusted plantains. Scorpion Look at that. Plantains. There you go, Sean. So if you or you can tell us, just tell us the amount of money. Tell us the amount. Are you gonna do it? Go on. No way, go on. Here he goes. Yeah, go. Oh, there it is. Jesus. Gross, right? Well, is it I, Yeah, I guess. I, I think I guess. the the trickery in it is knowing that it's scorpion dusted, right? Yeah, but like I mean, if you were to present that to someone and just say it was something else that was dusted on it, right? mentally, you would trust that situation and just go and eat the plantain. Right, like somebody, like, but like this is, this is very gross low specific. end. No, but this is low end spill your guts or fill your guts. Like who was it? Like people have had to eat colon on that, oh, on that show before. Yeah. You know, scorpion dusted plantains, whatever. I'm all over it. You're not getting a peep out of me. But then the question. Colon, <laughs> on the other hand. Sean, you've collaborated with the artists Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, and Camila Cabello. Rank those collaborations from best to worst. What are the songs? Let's name the songs. There's. I, I, I don't think it's about the songs necessarily. I think, you know, Camila, obviously, number one. I can't I say that, that right? That's, that's for sure. Got Justin and, and Taylor, like, it's like, if they're so close, you're splitting hairs. It's like, it's like right on the, you can't, you can't even answer. So if I had to do, I don't know, like, you know, Taylor two, Justin two, Taylor three, Justin three, one or the other, two of them both, you know. So you're. <laughs> He didn't give an answer. I have no idea what you just said, but (laughs) it sounds like you're not going to answer. So let's have a look. What is under tray number one? Let's see. Oh, my God. It's this is blood and pork jelly. There it is. I don't even think that it's actually that bad. Like I could be at like some sort of Michelin star restaurant in Norway and they would feed me this and I would think it's fine. Excuse us. Well, let's Uh, find out. Now there's too much tension about it. had it yeah. that is Sean Mendes but that's James an Gordon. actual food though I know right? the, the, like the, that to me doesn't sound as bad and I'd be able to stomach that for it was, sure yeah it was who was show me that again Maury yeah it was Kim Kardashian that had to eat what is it bull colon yeah yeah no thanks <laughs> gross here we go the Roz and Mocha show podcast uh we were just talking about um Sean Mendes 
on James Corden. But yeah. did you see the video for the Christmas song that he and Camila Cabello released? I didn't watch a video yet. No. I, I heard the song. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's real nice. Can, can, you, can, you pl- can you play some of it for me? Hold on. I think there's a, cl- there's a clip in there, right? Yeah. Chestnuts roasting oh. on an open fire. Jack Frost sniffing at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by your choir And folks dressed off like Eskimos Everybody knows Turkey (laughs) and some mistletoe Tiny tots, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. For a second, tater, it's not, no. I thought she said tater tots. No, not tater tots. Although that would be good. Christmas taters. Mm. I want to. They sound good together. Yeah, they sound real good together. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies for his sleigh. I don't know if it's because I'm still hype off the uh, the Wonder album, mm-hmm. but I have like this greater appreciation for Shawn Mendes and his music now because that album is mm-hmm. bananas. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, they sound great together. I like it. This is available on the Holiday Deluxe Edition of Wonder. Oh, thanks. So how do you get that? It's on iTunes. Oh, okay. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. Oh, it's weird, man. Although it's been said. I like that they didn't jack with it. Yeah, I like that they just went straight kept it simple, up. Just for kept sure. it simple. To you. Yeah, it's real nice. I like yeah, it. It's I pretty, like the two man. of them together. I like that. I really like that version. How many versions of that song have there been done over the years? My God, thousands, right? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's a good one, though. I really like that version. I'm going to listen to that version. That's Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello, the Christmas song. Man. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Jess. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. So what's up? Well, I just wish my man would agree with me that he's sexy AF. <laughs> Aw. Come on. So you wrote <laughs> us this. Um, how do I help my man embrace his salt and pepper sexiness? You guys are so confident. I need to know the secret. So how old is he? He's 30, but he said that his job has made him age 10 years. Okay. So in, in five. What does he do? He's an accountant. So he's a manager of uh, an accounting firm. And why does he not feel that he's sexy? I don't know. I think, you know, he thinks that the that salt and pepperness is aging him and that it makes him look uh, way older than he Aww. is. I don't think that's the case. I think it makes him look distinguished. I think he needs to embrace the spices. And have you told him all of that? Of course. Of course. And what is he, what is like, what's he saying? He just says he's not giving into it at all. No, and he just goes to the store and gets that just for men and puts it in. And I'm just like, no, yeah, jeez, oh, it's really it's this is a really tough thing um, because he's he's young, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's still a young guy, and it's difficult 
because he sees himself as one way and you are just trying to get him to embrace the change that happens in most people. But when change starts to happen and you're not ready for it, you rebel, you know, you, you fight back. You, you're, you're like, I am not ready. Don't take me yet. And that's when, you know, just for men becomes, you know, a billion dollar industry or whatever the hell they are. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really difficult to encourage confidence when it comes to change. And it would be the same way if you, you know, if you took your bra off and you didn't like the way your boobs looked anymore and he's like, man, they still look awesome. And you're like, I know, but I don't feel good. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's yeah. all sorts yeah. of changes. He just doesn't feel good about it. There's changes that happen and to embrace the change is something that, you know, comes with time. But I will say this, that you are the perfect person to help somebody through this. Mm -hmm. But I will say the mistakes that people make in these situations is don't like if you're on Instagram, right? And you see a picture of like George Clooney, right? Don't look at him and go, see, look at him. Look at how hot he looks. Oh, yeah. damn. Okay. Definitely oh, done that. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, no. Who, with who? With who? Which celeb? Uh, Roz. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So let's. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Roz is going to change his stance. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. I take it all back. I take it. I take it all back. No, but that that's just about the worst thing you could do because you would not like him to do that to you. You know, oh, you, for sure. you would not like it like at all. That would be, be like, look how great her boobs look. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't do that. I, you have to make it specifically, specifically about him. And I, I truly believe that you have to allow somebody to, to go through this themselves and, um, making just for men and his grace, such a point of conversation in your relationship. I don't know if that's actually going to help him come to terms that with might it. actually make him feel a little bit more insecure no i get it i we've been together 10 years and i've watched him you know grow so much and so i think you know for me like i don't even see that so i just wish that he would realize that that has absolutely no change to how beautiful he is inside and outside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what color is your hair <laughs> brown <laughs> brown you color it at all I do lots of colors, and I'll get the random gray here or there, but I just pull it out and we pretend it didn't happen. Okay, so so <laughs> okay, so you're listening to yourself right now, though, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe it's because you're not going through this process with him. You're still mm -hmm. you're still fighting and pulling grays and pretending they don't exist and dyeing your hair, but you're telling him not to do that, like he's doing something wrong by not embracing it when you haven't done that yourself. Okay, turning the tables around. I see. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> not just funny on facts, though. <laughs> right. So totally why don't sense. Jess? Why don't you and your husband or fiance give up coloring? of any type of hair for the next little while and you go through the process that. together sure i think that's a great idea you're never that's a unique way of looking at it i will for sure i mean i dye my hair every six months or so anyway so. yeah yeah I, I i just i think i think that you're i know what you're trying to do is that you feel that he has no reason to feel insecure and you're only yeah. trying and you're only trying to help and you're actually trying to boost confidence and you're trying to make him feel sexy you're trying to make him see what you see which is mm. which is just nothing but awesome Right. I get yeah. I get I get that. But sometimes constantly talking about something like that only prolongs his acceptance of it. OK. Now, he can do a lot. Like, I think that part of the um, one thing that guys can do when it comes to defying the age process or going gray is get rid of normal 
and have some fun with things. Do, do a haircut or do a hairstyle that maybe you don't see in the accounting office. <laughs> you know, because um, yeah. guys just, we don't want to become our dads. Okay. And when you start growing gray and you got a regular guy haircut and you're an accountant for a living, you look in the mirror and you only see your dad. Okay. And nobody wants to become their dad at 30. Yes, absolutely. Thank right. you guys so much. All right. All right. Got some things to think about there, Jess. What, what picture Absolutely. did you show of him, of me, by oh, the way? God. Just curious. How good oh, I, if I, I mean, look good. I don't think that there was just one. Oh, you have like a catalog? <laughs> I mean, I do follow you on Instagram, <laughs> nice. so it's pretty much just anytime nice. you're live. Nice. Oh, there we go. Hey, Jess, how come your voice changes? <laughs> like when you're talking about Ross's and his looks. All of a sudden, you turn into single Jess. <laughs> Uh huh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't be getting all embarrassed now. (laughs) I guess you know who my favorite is. Uh huh. Thank you, Jazz. All right, thanks, guys. All right, love. Bye, bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? It's Angie. How are you? Good, Angie. What's going on? Uh, you know what? I'm just calling in to finally say it out loud, and I think everybody needs to know it, and everybody needs to just kind of see things for what they are. Roz is absolutely probably the smartest and most incredible person on this planet, and I think we should have more of them. Wow. Hey, Angie. Wow, excuse me. Yes. No offense, but you got COVID? <laughs> I, I do not have COVID, thank you very much. Oh, okay, because I know, I know some of the symptoms, like... No, 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 no. Confusion. I've thought about this. You've thought about I've this. Thought about, I've been thinking, listen, every time I call, if they ever ask me, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And, uh-huh. and, you know, and sometimes I've even said Maury, like, but I do love all you guys for different reasons, but Roz hits it on the nail. And Ross calls it as he sees it. And I wish, I just wish more people were like that. I just wish more people would just kind of call it as they see it, let it go. A spade is a spade. Here it is. But no, you know, there isn't. But just having Roz on the radio that where people can actually hear it is even more a blessing in disguise. Let me tell you my opinion about this. If there were more people like me, this would yes. be an insufferable world. However, however, I uh, will uh, accept everything that you've said, because to be honest with you, I fully agree. Okay. Oh, what? Um, for the record, Angie, yes. I never asked you <laughs> who your favorite is between Roz and Mocha. <laughs> All right, so it doesn't count, just for the no, record. No, but you have asked me before, mm-hmm. and I had a really hard time saying it. And the only reason I chose more is because why, I couldn't choose at that time. Because I was have such a hard time. <laughs> why do people have such a hard time saying me? I don't know. Nobody ever, ever has a hard I'm time sorry, saying Ross, Mocha. I owe you an apology because I didn't. Okay, here's what I would like to do. I don't know how Mocha feels about this, but I would like to give you a whole lot more of me. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't know how your wife is going to feel about no, that. No, 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 no. Don't, don't you, don't, don't, s- don't you, back. don't bring Catherine into this conversation, okay? I'm going to give you a whole lot more of me. This is just Roz and Angie time. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a whole lot more of me. I don't know if you know this, but we have a whole ton of smart speakers that we're giving away where you can listen to me anytime, anywhere. All you got to do is tell it what to do. You just walk up to it and go, uh, Roz, and then it'll just give you. Like anything you want, uh, so I would okay. like to do that. I don't know if Mocha's on board or not, but we have a ton, so it doesn't matter. Uh, the Google, <laughs> whatever. So the Google, 
Nest Mini smart speaker is yours, Angie. Is that cool? Oh, thank you so much, Ryan. Oh, I love you even more. You know what? I am on board with this. Oh, you are? Yes, absolutely. Because okay. okay. I want I want Angie to have some wins as well. Okay. I want everyone oh, to have a win in thanks, life. Guys. And I know that this oh, is going to make your day, Angie. It did. Thank All right. you so much. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Yo, did you hear this the other night, this 15-year-old kid on The Voice? One of my favorite songs of all time, I think it's one of those beautiful songs ever written, is Rainbow Connection from the Muppets movie. Do you know that song? You have to know Rainbow Connection. Do you have it there? Well, Kermit sings it with the banjo. It's like a real sort of lonely song. You never heard Rainbow Connection? Oh my God, I got goosebumps right now even just thinking about it. How have you never heard Rainbow Connection? Maybe. Google up Rainbow Connection Kermit the Frog. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my God. And then I'm going to play this 15 year old kid from The Voice singing it. It's going to blow your mind. It's so beautiful. You have to know this. I gotta wait for him to start singing. Why are there so many oh yeah, I know this song. About rainbows yes, I do know this song. I didn't know it's beautiful. It it's beautiful. So Carter Rubin on The Voice is 15, and every time he sings, people cry. One, because it's incredible to just see a voice coming out of a kid who is 14, now 15. But he's flawless. Like really? he's flawless, and the songs that they that they give him have been just bang on all season. And let me play you his version of. Oh wait, Kermit. So here's uh, Carter Rubin from uh, from the other night on The Voice. Listen to this. Fifteen. Fifteen. So many songs about rainbows And what's on the other side Okay, Bro, thank you. I have goosebumps. Yes. Rainbows are visions, but only illusions And rainbows have nothing to hide Oof. So we've been told and so Yo, this is beautiful. Dreamers. And Gwen Stefani's like balling, right? This kid's only 15. 15. No. Let it play. Let it play. play. That's amazing. And he looks 15. Like, he's not like a 15-year-old that you could be like, oh, that kid's maybe 18. He's a baby. Yo, this kid sounds grown, right? Like, been singing for years. Yeah. I don't do anything as good in my life as this kid sings Rainbow Connection. There's not one thing. Not even your hair? Your hair looks no, nice all the time. Thank you. <laughs> he's got better hair than I do. Oh, no. This kid, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. yeah, he's put together. He's 15. He's got it all. 
can't crush my 15 year old. Right, in every every sense. But I like it. Like, it's the kind of thing I like getting beat up by it. Yeah, beautiful voice. He said that he dedicated the song to his brother, who's on the autism spectrum, because the song reminds him of innocence and just believing, right? And that's the way that he lives, he said. So I think it was really nice dedication to him. I need to say that part, man. <laughs> my, my goosebumps just like, got I goosebumps. need to make Rainbow Connection sadder. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Dion Warwick, legend, was clowning Chance the Rapper in the weekend on Twitter. So Dion's 80. Yeah. And you can't say nothing. Well, she turns 80 next week. You can't say nothing to Dion Warwick. No, at all. So she just sit there and <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And that's all everybody did. Yeah. So she tweeted at Chance the Rapper and she was like, Hi, Chance the Rapper. If you are obviously a rapper, why did you put that in your stage name? I cannot stop thinking about this. I am now Dion the Singer. <laughs> and then Chance wrote back and he's like, Sorry, I'm still freaking out that you know who I am. This is amazing. I will be whatever you want me to be, Miss Warwick. God bless you. And then she wrote, of course I know you. You're the rapper. <laughs> Let's rap together. I'll message you. And then Dion Warwick's son, uh, Damon Elliott, jumped in and said, Ma, that's it. As soon as this quarantine is over, I'm taking your iPhone away from you. Oh, no. Time to go back to a flip phone. Uh and then she wrote back to him saying, good luck getting into my house without a working key. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yo, Dion. What was she into over the okay. weekend? And she then, was clapping at everyone. And then she talked about how much she loved Taylor Swift. And then Taylor Swift wrote back being like, oh my God, you're incredible. Then yeah. she went in on the weekend and she wrote, the weekend is next. Why? It's not even spelled correctly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you have the in your name, I'm coming for you. I need answers today. Damn. And then the weekend responded by saying, I just got roasted by Dion Warwick and I feel honored honored. You just made my day. And then Dion Warwick ended the whole thing by saying, Okay, I'm gonna go watch Lucifer now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So did Chance the Rapper, The Weeknd, and Taylor Swift get catfished by Dionne Warwick? What do you mean? So yesterday we were talking about how Dionne Warwick was just so savage on Twitter. where she, she went, went out of nowhere. Yeah, she went after, uh, and, and in a joking way, in a loving way. Of course. Right? Um, but she called out Chance the Rapper, and she's like, yo, if you rap for a living, why you call yourself the rapper? It's evident. <laughs> and then she's like, and then I will now be known as Dionne the Singer. And then she went after The Weeknd, uh, saying that it's not even spelled right. And then she put the call out to anybody else that has a the in their name, saying they were on notice. And then she goes, all right, guys, I got to go. I got to watch Lucifer now. Um, <laughs> and they were hysterical. But 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 Chance the Rapper was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. I want to rap with you. And she's like, yeah, baby, let's rap together. Yeah. And even The weekend was like, what an honor. So Because you're getting recognized by the queen. So before this really blew up, when the tweets were just sort of first starting to catch, Dionne Warwick taped an interview with Andy Cohen on Radio Andy. Okay. And that interview was released yesterday. I don't know when exactly they recorded it, but this is the conversation between Andy Cohen and Dionne Warwick. You are quite funny on Twitter. <laughs> do you do your own Twitter, Dion? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know. You don't. That. What? <laughs> uh, you don't know anything. I have my my niece, uh, Brittany. 
is is a hysterical person. She's funny as all get out. I told her she should have been a comedian. Oh, that's so funny. There's a wonderful way with words. And um, my PR people also feel that they they can put a little few things in there for me. Well, it's really good. I, I, it's really smart. What they're they should keep doing what they're doing because they're very funny, um, and it's you know it's 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 really funny. So it's not even Dionne okay. Warwick that's so, doing her own tweets. So her niece, Brittany, has been referred to in the Dionne Warwick organization as a social and branding director. Okay, and. So I guess that this interview came out and they hadn't had a proper conversation with Dion Warwick of how to handle this publicly that when you tweet something and it catches and it goes a little viral and you're having fun. So then after that, Dion Warwick goes on her own Twitter. The first thing she does is she says this because everybody was then flooding her mentions with you're not even writing your own stuff. So she says, came here to find foolishness in my replies. <laughs> I'm rushing it into an interview and this is the last time I'm saying this. Thanks. And then she puts this video up. This is for all of you tweeters <laughs> who have decided that I'm not tweeting my own stuff to you. I want you to know I am. And I'm getting a very, very, very good at it. You see, I have a wonderful niece. Her name is Brittany. And she said, Aunt Dion, you'll have a lot of fun if you get on this with me. I said, okay, teach me how to do it. And she did, and I am doing it. So that should quell all of you naysayers. And if it doesn't, deal with it. Okay. With a clap back. You don't want to smoke okay. again, Warwick? So obviously Brandy got a hold of her and was like, you're ruining everything. Yeah, completely. You're ruining everything. Here's what you say Auntie. now. Okay, so then Brittany Warwick herself yeah. reacted to Dion Warwick's tweet saying, uh, once she catches on to something, she's on her own. She's having fun all on her own. Uh-huh. So now the niece is saying that it's all Dion. But when you go back and listen, because now I want you to go back and play the uh, Andy Cohen clip again. When he asks about this, she has no clue. You are quite funny on Twitter. <laughs> do you do your own Twitter, Dion? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't, <laughs> you don't know anything. I have my my niece, uh, Brittany, is is a hysterical person. She's funny as all get out. I told her she should have been a comedian. All right. Yeah. So right. she, so she know. has no idea. So but now they're trying to backtrack exactly. and be like, yo, I'm really exactly. the one. Exactly. We could have been, we could have rolled this, rolled with this for years. Yeah. As you as sold a, you know, sort of salty Auntie Dion, right? Yeah. yeah. Completely. But, yeah. But now there she's you go. trying to stand up and be yeah. like, don't mess with me. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so, with Dion Warwick and Chance oh the Rapper. God. What? Listen, man. Are they dating now? It's a big story. Okay. <laughs> so a couple of days ago over the weekend, Dion Warwick started clowning on Chance the Rapper in the weekend on Twitter. Then we found out that it wasn't really Dion Warwick who was putting out the tweets, but it was her fun, do- uh, fun niece. And then there was controversy around that of where Dion Warwick then had to go and defend herself saying, listen, fools, I wrote my own stuff because she was about to ruin a really good thing. Anyway, part three. Anyway, part three is this. Uh, Just days after that, 
what has happened now is that Chance the Rapper and Dionne Warwick are teaming up for a new song together. Oh, no. Are you serious? Yes, they are. It's bound to happen. That exchange that they had um, led to Dionne Warwick's son, Damon Elliott, to get the two of them together to create a song called Nothing's Impossible, and then some of the proceeds will go to charity. He said the results of our conversation with Chance is that the new single will be recording soon, and we'll all be looking forward to this collaboration. And then Dionne Warwick herself added, we're trying to make this something that will permeate the entire earth so that that there are no more hungry people everywhere or anywhere. So all the uh, proceeds, um, some of the proceeds, are going to go to a uh, you know chance is going to be like let me check my schedule <laughs> it's like don't say wild? no to the queen isn't that wild this is the Roz and mocha show podcast you got all your christmas shopping done or what no no i got a few more tings canada post is don't tell me this what i don't want to know don't do the canada post story it gives me too much anxiety i don't even want to know what you're going to say if you want to get your packages oh, on time son of a yeah. You're going to have to get those orders in like ASAP. Um, a Canada Post survey found that 48% of Canadians were considering mm-hmm. doing most or all of their shopping online, which I think everybody is anyway. Mm-hmm. So to help you out, though, Ross, they've added more than 4,000 seasonal employees and 1,000 trucks to what exists out there already. And... Their delivery agents will be working seven days a week to ensure that uh, all the packages get delivered in time. But in order to do that, you need to order everything like now because we're what, two weeks away from Christmas? Mm -hmm. It's incredible what online shopping and Amazon, how it's changed the sort of perception of what things cost because when you're on Amazon and you order something, you can have something to li- delivered to you for free, right? Mm-hmm. That's the world we live in now. Anything that you sort of want, you click a button and it comes to your house for free. It is such a shock now in 2020 f- for people to realize the cost associated with me just sending you something right. from one person to one person. Yeah. That there's an incredible cost involved in that. What do you mean it's going to cost me five sixty five to send this? Yeah, it's a lot of money, right? <laughs> it's a lot of money. Uh, Amazon so, doesn't charge me anything. Yeah, ex- yeah. So like, for, like it, it's wild. It's like when it's like when people started to think that music was free. Yeah. Right. You know, like shipping costs are. It got, it, you know, I can order something that's you know manufactured somewhere else, and it sits in a warehouse somewhere, and it goes by five different people, and there's a guy in a truck, and it comes to my house, and I don't pay for that. Yeah. I pay for the thing, but I don't pay for that. I mean, that's the down wild the road, part. Like of you it. pay for that membership, but you you know. Your, your sure. once a year membership, but it goes towards Ad, I, it's it's stacked on all the memberships Everything that I pay else. every month. Yeah, if I could no, pay exactly. a Canada Post membership, you know, <laughs> maybe I would. Wow, hey, listen, that's not a yeah, bad don't model. Be, don't be giving them any ideas. Tell you, maybe maybe that's not maybe that's not a bad model. Maybe we all pay six dollars a month for we all pay seven dollars a month for uh, for Canada Post, whether we use it or not. Okay, if I'm I would subscribe seven, to that. Listen. Yeah. If I pay $7 to Canada Post yeah. a month, here's yeah. what I would pay for. If I'm paying that money, yeah. I'll tell you what they're not allowed to do. Okay, what? They're not allowed to have <laughs> a heavy box yeah. that I has my name on it okay. in the truck. Okay. And then walk up to a door with a little sticker yeah. and stick it on the front door that says, we tried to deliver this to you, but you weren't home. True Come that. pick it up tomorrow at 
two o'clock in the morning. Right. Yes. Right. When I am at home yes. and I can see you, see you through my ring doorbell. Yes. Uh, tr- cars in the driveway. It's, <laughs> yeah. it, I'm in the garage. Yes. Flattening boxes. For Ex- exactly. You see me. You see me. And you yet, asked me how my day was. I said, yeah. fine. How's your day? You why, said, fine. Why did you park in front of my neighbor's house and then walk across the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> and behind my hedge. Okay. Why? $7. My six, seven bucks a month, I would pay to have yes. that to I, ensure that that heavy box gets left at the I front door. I fully agree. That racket where they just put the little sticker on your door say, hey, we tried. No, you did not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, do you see sexy Colonel Sanders? Man, Mario why Lopez. Gotta, why you gotta say it like that? Why? Why don't you just ask me if I watch a trailer for the did Kentucky you see, Fried Chicken? No, man. Did you see Sexy movie? Colonel Sanders? I did. So this is a, a brand new way of doing advertising. It's uh, content integration, and it's the new world. And I'm here for it. I really dig it. So Lifetime has partnered with Kentucky Fried Chicken, and they're going to debut a 15 minute what they call mini movie. This weekend, where Mario Lopez plays a sexy version of Colonel Sanders um, and then falls in love. There's like a love story and she's in love with him. Who? The cook? He's got a secret recipe that'll change the world. Like it's this kind of thing. He's also swole as hell. Yeah. And he's super (laughs) swole. He's got that like nice olive Mexican tone Uh to him, right? Big arms. Yeah. Um, It's called A Recipe for Seduction. And it sounds a lot like this. A Lifetime original mini-movie. You don't answer my proposal, and now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. (laughs) Jessica is falling for Harlan. The cook? (laughs) Leave Jessica alone and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? (laughs) Spare me. We all have our secrets. If you marry my daughter... I promise there'll be more long weekends in your future. Mom, I have to tell you something. We have a problem. Secrets out, chicken man. I'll take care of this. Ruining everything! Just kill him already! Who the hell are you? Harlan Sanders, the new chef. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Call a recipe for seduction. Okay, so I'm totally into it, right? Yeah. Now the trailer pretty much gives everything away because it it's does. a 15 minute mini movie. Of course it and does. And the trailer is like three yeah. minutes. So what yeah. else are they going to fill yeah. in that 12 minutes? I'm Harlan Williams. <laughs> or Harlan Sanders. I'm Harlan Sanders, the new chef. <laughs> so oh, good, I though. Wait. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. There's a lot of snow. So be careful. Yeah, man. Uh, not all the plows have hit the streets yet, so it's extremely slippery. <laughs> Driving down the highway this morning, there's literally one lane carved out. <laughs> took me an hour to get to work. Did it really? Yeah. An hour? Yeah, it usually takes oh, me about 35 right. minutes. It took me an hour to get here. Um, so be careful. That's crazy. It's the wrong kind of snow, though, for snow angels. Yeah, no, like, it's just wet. It's like no, it's thick say, rain. No, nah, it's fine. It's not packing No, snow. not that, not not where I am. Oh, it's like, where I am. It's you can make gross. angels on angels on angels. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but you live in the north, though. I live north of the city. Yeah, yeah you're so. like Jon Snow. You're on the other side of the wall. Don't know what that means. Oh, <laughs> I do oddly. Okay, I you can't. You have to. You have what? to take the loss on that one. On Game of Thrones, yeah. Like when oh, I when I make it, okay. No, but when I make a Game of Thrones reference, yes. Okay, and you don't understand it. That's uh-huh. not on me. That's on you. I think that sure. was a very niche market. A very what? Niche? Niche? 
Stop trying to use words you don't know how to say, man. <laughs> no, but I know what the word is. What is it? Like no, you it, don't. No, I mean, you like, I know what it's supposed to be. Right, right, right. No, it's you not hear, like you're saying Seinfeld or Friends references you, where you, everyone saw it. You hear everybody's talking Game of Thrones. Or everybody knows Jon Snow in the wall. You don't even have to, like, understand Game of Thrones. Segregation, right? Yes, exactly. Is that what Trump's trying to do? They're white guys, <laughs> but they dress all in black. Like, it's a weird sort of form of segregation. So Trump would kind of like them? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, no, but Niche Mori is, you hear that a lot when you watch shows like H. HGTV and like a lot of those design American shows, American Idol. I use that. Paul Abdul used to love that word. Niche, right? And but what you hear a lot of is normally people who say niche uh-huh. are also the people who say foyer. Who says foyer? Because <laughs> this is watch. The word- that's how they say it in America. I've isn't never it, heard foyer. That's how they the say it in America. To be niche, niche, and foyer. Yeah, well, I know foyer, but I've always heard maybe because I'm learning words from HGTV and I'm saying it Americanly. Yeah, yeah, like niche is American, and so is foyer. Because I remember like you the only first if you time. watch if you watch H like if you watch those design shows, yeah. and if it originates from like Southern California or somewhere else, it is never a foyer. It's always a foyer. Like I Weird. learned the word pergola from there. You've never heard pergola before, ever. No, but why would you? You lived in apartments your whole life. Oh no, people hang pergola from their balconies. <laughs> No, Excuse me. No, they Do don't. You, even, you obviously don't know what pergola is. <laughs> Isn't it that crisscrossy wood? Yeah, but it's thing? not hanging. It's on posts on the ground. Oh you don't no, people hang it nail it to somewhere. the wall just to make it look, but to make concrete look pretty. <sighs> concrete? What? On what a balcony? Talk, what are you talking well, you about? Know, are you talking? Say, what, okay. What? Wait. 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 What, no, what, I know me, exactly wait. what he's talking about. So do I. <laughs> I so do I. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. So do I. Okay. Go. 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 So explain pergola. What is pergola? Like a kind of like an like lots of X's of wood. No, that's not a pergola. Like long pieces of wood that make little X's. That's not a pergola. That's that's lattice. Excuse me now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't put in your salad either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot, I, I will say this. The you one thing about words, you, Dan Mori, it's a real is, that, niche diet. is that you know everything about nothing. Yeah. Hey, that's what my husband says. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Mori, so that's lattice that you're talking about. Not really? a pergola. A pergola is like a roof. I mean, easily But only with confused. holes in it, which is weird. No, it's not easily no. confused <laughs> at all. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So, what do we Google the most this year? Hmm. Interesting question. Like, what do we, we what do we Google the most that we would like discuss openly and lie to somebody <laughs> if they called us and asked us over the telephone? Yeah, Mars. Like, okay, I can't participate in this conversation. <laughs> Honestly, I Google most how to spell things. Wow. Yeah, fair enough. I guess. Sure. Uh, so Google released their um, year in search report. Okay. Uh, most search people. And it's all political. Joe Biden, Kim Jong-un, Kamala Harris. Those are your top three. And then after that is Jacob Blake, the guy who was shot by the cops in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, Race car driver uh, Ryan Newman. He had that massive crash back in February at the Daytona 500. Wow. Most search actors include Tom Hanks and Chris Delia. I bet oh, Tom yeah. Hanks because he, was, he had uh, COVID, right? Yeah, Chris no. Delia. Delia, is, that's what Chris it is. Delia is a, a comic that was accused of sexual assault or harassment or one of those. Yeah, and sending nudes to underage girls. Yeah, yeah, and then he yeah. was also uh, in season two of You. Yes. You remember? Yes. All of that kind of yes. like happened at the yes. same time. Yeah. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Timothy Chalamet, and Ricky Gervais were also some of the top uh, actors that were searched. Most search games are Among Us. Have you guys played that yet? No, what's that? 
What's Among Us? No. That's the one where um, it's like a space game and you are... It's the one that everyone's playing right now. Oh, and you have no. to figure out who like the mole is in your little right. crew of... Oh, really? Oh, that's fun. Of astronauts? No, yeah. No, my house right now is just all Animal Crossing all the time. Oh, is it really? Oh, my God. Uh, so I'm waiting for us- my cantaloupes to ripen so I can sell them. <laughs> Sounds like farm uh, favorite. Bro, say, I'm telling you, you have no idea. You got to buy, like, Catherine's like, you got to buy, you go find the cantaloupe lady. And I'm like, why? And she's like, you got to buy cantaloupes. And I'm like, okay, cool. Because we're all living on the same island, right? Like okay. me, Catherine, and Roxy are all living on the same island. Uh, of course, and you have to be she's with like, family. Yeah, she's like, and I wanted to move. The first thing I Googled was, how do I move my tent? <laughs> <laughs> to get away from them? Yeah, I wanted to be, I wanted to be on my own little, I wanted my own chunk, right? Oh, we can get back to the Google thing in a second. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so she's like, you got to go buy cantaloupes. And I'm like, why do I got to buy cantaloupes? She's like, they're worth a lot of money. You sell them for stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. So I go and buy the. <laughs> so you got to go buy cantaloupes, right? Yeah. You got to go buy cantaloupes, but then you got to let them ripen. You got to put them in your tent for days. Well, See, yeah. That's why Farmville. You know nothing about cantaloupe? No, but, you, but, in, in, but it's days in real time in this game. But yeah, it's days in real time and real time. I know. And like, like a, real oh my God. No, you listen. You're but supposed to be on my side in these things. Expediated. No, you're supposed to be on my side in these things. <laughs> you're off on your own okay. island. Why do I want to move? Like First thing I Googled. <laughs> I bet you if you go down that list far enough, it says, how do you move your tent away from your family on, <laughs> on Animal Crossing? <laughs> uh, most search song lyrics. Oh, here we go. On... Google this year. What do you think? I think it is the uncensored version of WAP. You are absolutely right. Yes. Of course. You are absolutely right. It's the most fascinating fascinating song this year. Because it's bleeped so heavily. You're like, what are these actually saying? Wait. Yeah, see? Like this, right, this is so the edited. Song, the most searched lyrics. 100%. This is so edited. It sounds like it's in code. Right? People also search what does what mean. Oh, that was like one of the that. top searches. Yeah. Don't do that. That's a mistake right there at work. I was gonna say Ariana Grande should be on the list because you can never understand what she's saying. True that. I do giggles. I can relate. <laughs> uh, most searched TV shows include Tiger King, Cobra Kai, Ozark, Umbrella Academy, and The Queen's Gambit. Oh wow. What about the boys? People aren't looking up the boys. That was nope. a big show this year. I think if you search for that on Google, you have to be very specific. Believe me, I, I'm not searching the lyrics to WAP, what does WAP mean, and boys. Like, in like I mean, it's not happening. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Julia, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you today? Good. So, what's up? Why does it feel like I'm more into my wedding than my fiancé? <laughs> okay, Classic. so you wrote us this. <laughs> uh, I can't get my fiancé to become more interested in the wedding planning. We rescheduled our wedding to July 2021 from April due to COVID. Every time I bring up wedding planning, specifically the guest list, he brushes it off and says, oh, we have plenty of time for that, and we never sit down and do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. When was the first time you, as a person, thought about what your wedding would be like? How old were you? Oh, probably 
probably like eight or nine. I'm going to tell you wow. that there's a real there's a real good chance that the first time your fiance thought about what his wedding would look like was after he proposed to you. <laughs> oh, for sure. I know that. Yeah. I, 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 I think that sometimes a guy's reluctance to be involved in the wedding planning is also taken as a sign of not wanting to be married. There's a big difference between wanting to be married and the wedding. And yeah. and and it's boring for a lot of guys. It's not their thing. That I know. I I recognize that for sure. Because like he he's like involved where it's like we do stuff, but I have to do everything, which I don't mind. Obviously, yeah. because you know planning. what you want. You know you yeah. have the vision for the wedding, how everything's gonna play out the entire day and evening, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I I have it all broken down. I have a timeline, but it's just the guest list. I cannot get him to sit down with me to do it. And every single time I bring it up, I'm just like from a female's perspective, obviously I see July and I'm like, oh my God, that's not a lot of time. There's still sure. so much to do. I, I'll, two things I'll say to you. One, okay. if he was an equal participant in this planning, it would be driving you even more crazy right now. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So I think that you you have to figure out what somebody's good at and allow them to do the thing that he's good at. Okay. So okay. For, for me, okay is a hypothetical goes like this. If there was a wedding to be planned, I would probably be involved maybe a little bit more than your guy because I'm a little bit older and I've done it before and everything yeah. else, right? Like I, I get and it. You're very particular too. And a very, and a very particular, but would, would I enjoy it? Probably not, but I would do it, <laughs> right? Okay. Classic. Now, so here's the thing is that I think that you have to, you have to give somebody a job that they're good at doing, okay? He's not okay. good at planning a wedding. Uh, for So for me, and I don't know your guy at all, but for me, if you were like, let's sit down and talk about the guest list, be like, oh my God, kill me. This is just like, I can't, right? (laughs) I don't want to get married anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to get married anymore. It's too much work. Now, on the other hand, if you gave me a list of 50 people and said, no questions asked, get rid of 20, I would do it in five minutes. (laughs) Less than that. Right? I didn't think about that. Yeah, Yeah, I would do it in five, because that's what I'm good at. Like, I'm good at stuff like that. I'm good at making tough decisions that Uh possibly hurt people's feelings with absolutely no, with absolutely no care in the world. Savage. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you ask me, if you're like, I need you to be a little bit savage right now. I am not nearly savage enough to do this one part of the wedding planning. I need savage from you. Here's a list Mm -hmm. of 50 people. Get rid of 20. That would be very easy for him to do. Exactly. Julia, in part of, of planning this, like, you're taking care of, like, where it's being held, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're taking care of the food options yeah they're handling you're taking care of like the flowers and decorations and anything else yes you're taking care of basically the entire wedding pretty much so he's basically going along with everything and like agreeing or saying you know like whatever makes you happy whatever you want right yeah yeah he's a little particular with certain things but for the most part yeah like what give us an example it took us about maybe like three weeks to find a DJ because yeah, of he course. kept going back. And yeah, to, that's like, his thing. Let him like, decide on that. Yeah, yeah. Finding the DJ is a thing you can give to your guy. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that yeah. Um, like I, I was okay. in charge of that for my wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's just it's a very sound exactly. and entertainment was yeah, me. It's a very, everything yeah, else was exactly. all my life. I guess what it comes down to is this. If you planned 100% of the wedding and the guest list and everything else, do you think that there's a chance on the day he's going to look around and be disappointed at any of your decisions? No. Then why does it matter so much to you? Yeah. Are you you trying to include him just to have him involved? Yeah. Like just so he doesn't feel like he's left out. But does he feel like he's left out? (laughs) 
Probably seemed not. like it. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting, like it. It. I'm getting the sense that he really wants to be married with you, but God, the wedding is just tedious. Yeah. Why don't you just plan? Just do everything. He's gonna be fine with it. Yeah, that's true. Here's what I would mm-hmm. do. Okay, you want to make this fun? You still have time to do it. Go online right now. What's your What's your fiance's name? Brendan. Brendan. Okay. You know how you can get those stamps made, like that, like those old school, like big rubber stamps made. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and you're gonna denied? get You're gonna get one that reads Brendan approved. Okay. Oh my God. I actually love it. Okay. You're going to get one that says Brendan approved and you're not going to have any conversations with them. What you're going to do is in the mornings when you've planned out a lot of stuff like, uh, the guest list or the flowers or the order that you're going to walk down the aisle or whatever, you're going to put all of those individual things that you've planned on separate pieces of paper. Okay. And then every morning doesn't have to be every morning, but like every other morning or whatever it is in the next little while, just leave one on the kitchen table beside his rubber stamp. And that's all he has to do is just look it over and rubber stamp it and then hand it back to you. Okay. So if he, and I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen is that he's going to just start rubber stamping things without reading them because that's (laughs) okay. Because that's what I would do. Because that's what I would do. And then he's going to start using that rubber stamp for everything. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Dinner. Yeah, I know. know. You're you're going to walk out of the bathroom and you're going to find one of those things on your ass. Okay. Like, Okay, so that's what I would do because he's not even going to read them at that point. But what it does is it involves him in a fun way and gives him something that he's good at. And maybe he manages to do things on his own time at his own pace and you make it a game. Okay, guys like games. You can gamify planning a wedding by doing something fun like this. Okay, yeah, I'll look into that for sure. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Are you going to ask me who my favorite is? Between Roz and Mocha, who is Brandon approved? Roz, for sure. Nice. For the both of us. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah, he loves Roz. He thinks you're savage. We're both on Team Roz. Well, I appreciate that. So just go let your guy be savage, okay? Alrighty. Sounds good. Brandon approved. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good day. Bye, you too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Hi, Tori. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. All right, Roz, uh, Tori has a question that is right up your alley here. Go for it. I've been thinking about getting my dad a sous vide for Christmas, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> unsure if he will enjoy it. He takes forever to cook steaks as he believes in cooking on low heat on the barbecue. Please let me know if you think that this will be beneficial for him. When you say slow, what are we talking about? Mm. A basic steak. Uh, like he'll start it at like 6.15-ish. We won't eat till like... 720. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what? Hold on Yo, can yeah. I tell you? It's been super cold this week, right? Yeah. yeah. I still went out and I grilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did steaks on the barbecue, okay? Yeah. I grill my steaks super high heat at like 300 for about three minutes aside, and then I'm back inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea of cooking a steak um, for like a very long time on a very low heat is one, it's not the safest way to cook meat, um, but you're going to be okay, uh, but it's wrong. Yeah, completely. Um, Yo, your dad, if your dad cooks slow on the grill, he's um, gonna hate. What does it look like? Is it gray? <laughs> no, no, they come out perfectly, right? Like, but I, I don't know. He just says this is the way to do it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, the man's got his method, though. Yeah, I guess. sure. Well, whatever, yeah. whatever. I guess. I, who am I to say? Um, but yes, a sous vide is. Here's the thing: is that it's not a, it's not a kitchen gadget. Uh-huh. Okay, it's not something that makes the process of something else easier. It it is an entirely new way to cook. 
It's a, okay. it's a, it's a new technique of cooking and it's very popular. It's been around forever. And people who I know that have switched over to sous vide, uh, it is a game changer slash life changer when it comes to cooking the things that you love to cook. Um, so I would say a hundred percent, like if he's a meat eater, or if he, you know, if he likes chicken, if he likes steak, if he likes pork, mm-hmm. if he likes all of those things, it is an absolute game changer, and you'll you'll never go back. I have I the day that my first day that I cooked a, a steak in a sous vide, uh, I have never gone back and done one the other way. I will say chicken in a sous vide because we have yes. you and I have the same uh, same sous vide. Yeah, uh, chicken. It is the absolute best chicken I've ever had. Yes. Yeah, that's that's where you really notice the difference is yeah. when you cook a chicken. So ba- the way that sous vide works is that it's a water bath. And so you have this wand, right, that you hook onto a pot. I actually have the big mm-hmm. container that they sell. So yeah. it's, so it's, everything fits perfectly. Um, and you put it in and it heats the water up to a specific temperature for the desired internal temperature of the meat. And so then you 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 um, shrink wrap shrink wrap. What's the word I'm looking for? No vacuum seal. Vacuum seal a bag. Mm-hmm. You can use Ziplocs. It's fine. You don't need a vacuum sealer. Uh, and then you you pop that in the water and you let the sous vide do its thing, which is it brings the temperature to the optimum, perfect. Whether you want rare, medium rare, well. Uh, medium well, all of those things. It's just about temperature and time. And when you take it out, it is perfectly cooked internally um, to your desired steak, whichever way you want it. And when I mean perfectly, I mean perfectly. And then it's a matter of taking the steak out and drying it off, make sure it's really, really dry, loading it up with salt, and then throwing it over the hottest temperature, whether it be cast iron or flame or whatever it is that you can. And you just develop a really, really great crust on the outside side, which should take no longer than what Mocha was saying, six minutes, Yeah, right? Like three minutes mm-hmm. per side. And when you cut into it, you don't have to let it rest. You don't have to cover it. You don't have to do anything. You can take it right off the heat, throw it on a pan, slice it up and eat it. And it will be cheap steak. Like I will buy an $8 steak and I'll sous vide it and then throw it over some fire or throw it in a pan and you get it and it's restaurant quality steak. Wow, perfect. Okay. Does that help, Tori? Yeah, I'm for sure going to get one today. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. They're, they're the best. I've been waiting. And, and chicken is where Mocha was right. Chicken is the game changer. When you cook a piece of chicken in a sous vide mm-hmm. and then finish it off in a, in, a, in a pan with a little bit of oil and whatever herbs you want to throw in there and just get the, the top of it nice and golden, um, it's you've never had a piece of chicken like that before. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. You got it, girl. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hey, Jenny. Hey. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Here's a question we got from Jenny, Roz. Oh, okay. It's my first year making a gingerbread house with my kids. Uh-oh. And I wanted to ask, are we supposed to eat this thing at some point or just let it sit out until Christmas? I asked a few people and they completely disagreed with each other. Yeah. I, oh, geez. Uh, they're not good. The, 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 the kits you buy with all the decorations and, and all this other stuff, they're not good. It's not good cookie. Yeah, it's fun to make. And like for me, I'm not a gingerbread fan anyway, so I would never eat the gingerbread house. Uh, but I enjoy the, the, the process of putting it together. But usually after Christmas, we break it apart and <laughs> yeah. it goes in the green bin. Yeah. 
Okay, because the kids were like, taking off the candy. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, I don't know. Are we supposed to put this out as a like, decoration? Or are we eating this? I have no idea. Yeah, I, you can eat the candy, I think. Yeah. Because you're buying the candy like, separately, right? Do you not? No, some of, the kids, some of the kids, some of the kids have kids come the, with it. the candy but with But you can it, put yeah. the supplemental stuff on that you like if you want sure. If you want to do that as well. Uh, that's fine. Now, yeah, eating like the gumdrops and the, the, the sugar jujubes and all this other stuff, that's all fine. But that the, the, the roof and the walls, ugh, yeah, it's awesome. Awful. Especially after it's been sitting out on the counter uh, for a couple of weeks. The cat's been licking yeah. at it and yeah. somebody sneezed on it. The sugar cement tastes amazing. Yeah, but it tastes amazing that day. Yeah, the frosting. Right? The like, fr- do you, like do the you frosting never squeeze fine. a bit into your mouth? Yeah, it's fine. I'm not a big sugar guy, though, so I don't, I don't mess with that. Because you're sweet enough as it is. Thank you. How uh, old are your kids, Jenny? Uh, four and two. Okay, so oh, have, they been, have they been eyeing it, like asking if they could eat it? At all? Oh yeah! Right after we made it, they were just like they wanted to. They wanted to eat it right away. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Are we supposed to be? Well, human I'm things? changing. I'm changing my answer. I'm changing my answer. Okay. <laughs> if, if we're talking to rational adults who care about their teeth, uh, the answer is no. Don't eat the gingerbread house. If you have a five, four year old, and a two year old in your house, and it's Christmas, and there's a gingerbread house there, let them go. They get to let eat them it. eat it. Yeah, they get to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same answer yeah, you you're getting from everyone else you're yeah, asking, right? You can't say yeah. no. Yeah. Do you put it in the oven for a bit to sort of loosen it up? I don't know if that works, though, uh, does it? No. Re, like, I don't know. No, you, I don't think you can rebake it like that cookie stuff. No, no. just sort of warm it up. No, there is no loosening it up. It's rock. Okay, yeah. do you like, dunk it not, into hot chocolate? That doesn't work. Nothing works. Like, it's, 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 you're eating cement. You, you have to understand it's building materials, yeah. right? Like, it's not cookie. Like they, they designed these so people can get the satisfaction of actually building the gingerbread house. So they use wood that smells like gingerbread <laughs> and children eat it. What, like particle board? Yes. <laughs> Hope that answers your question, Jenny. It does. Thank you. All Thanks right. very much. Merry Christmas. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, did you watch Red Table Talk yesterday? I did not. No. Did you? You got all, all up in the business? Did I watch it? I mean, I like, I consumed some of it. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say I sat there and I watched the whole thing. It's just very uncomfortable. I don't enjoy watching that stuff. Why? Because Jada makes you feel uncomfortable? No, I like Jada a whole lot, but I I just, I don't, I don't like getting cussed out by anybody, right? right. And... She has, even when she's like being super awesome and funny, I still like, I'm not even at the table. And if she says, do you understand me? Like if I'm watching a video, I go, yep. <laughs> yes, <laughs> ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. ma'am. Absolutely, yes, I do. Yes, ma'am. Oh, you were talking to me. Okay. She is such authority. It's incredible. And her, and, uh, and, and her mom, too. Like the two of them are just so incredibly authoritative in the way that they speak. It's, 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 it's actually amazing to watch. But uh, Olivia. Yes, yesterday was um, Olivia Jade. So Aunt Becky's daughter, Lachlan's Lori Lachlan's daughter, daughter who, yeah. who is still, she's in the joint and so is her husband right now. Um, but before Olivia Jade even came on, they had a debate at the table as to whether Olivia Jade should even be on. And really? that was actually the most entertaining part of everything. Wow. Yeah. So play that. That is clip. Hold on here. Let me tell you which clip it is. Oh, here. A lot of people are going to have a lot of opinions yeah. about her story. She called and wanted to come to our table. Um, and we all had Hell very no. different feelings about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I fought it to, to the nail. I just found it really ironic that um, she chose three black women Mm -hmm. to reach out to 
for her redemption story. I feel like here we are, a white woman coming to black women for support when we don't get the same from them. It's just, it's it's bothersome to me on so many levels. Her being here is the epitome of white privilege to me. I understand where you're coming from, but let me just be clear. I never want to be the thing that was done to me by white women. I never want to be that. Okay. I feel like Olivia deserves a space. Obviously you do because I fought it and guess what? She gonna be sitting right there. So I always thought that it was them that invited Olivia to the table and not Olivia asking to no, be she reached there. out. According to them, she reached out. Oh, boy. So play clip number two now. This is when Olivia shows up at the red table. What were some of the repercussions throughout this whole situation? Because you're a beautiful, young, white woman who's been born into privilege, right? <laughs> wow. And so wow. there would be some people that would feel like she'll be fine, like... I feel that way. Right. Right. Clearly. Right. I I feel like you will be fine. Right. And that there are other people that wouldn't be fine. Right. Right. That's why it's hard because I'm not trying to come across like, oh, this situation. Like, I'm not trying to victimize myself. I don't want pity. I don't deserve pity. We messed up. I just want a second chance to be like, I recognize I messed up. And for so long, I wasn't able to talk about this because of the legalities behind it. I never got to say, I'm really sorry that this happened, or I really own that this was a big mess up on everybody's part. But I think everybody feels that way in my family right now. Oof. <laughs> at then, that point, at that point, bro, Olivia like, should have been like, thanks for the talk. I, I gotta go. I know, go, go number four. She stuck around <laughs> for the whole thing, though. She stuck around. So do you understand why um, different people in the community would be upset? Do you I have do. any understanding of I, why I would be upset? At, at your being here and, and what you all did. I would also love to hear it, it from you because I feel like it's a good learning thing. I think I can understand how wrong it is. And we had the means to do something and we completely took it and ran with it. And it was right. something yeah. that was wrong. And I think what a lot of people, not that it matters because nothing that happened was, it really can't be excused. Like on paper, it's bad. It's right. really bad. But I think what a lot of people don't know is my parents came from a place of just, I love my kids. I just want to help my kids. Whatever's best for them. I've worked my whole life to, you know, provide for my family. And I think they thought it was normal. Right. Um, I didn't come on here to, like, try and win people over and say, I really need people to like me. I just want to apologize for contributing to these social inequalities without maybe not, even though I didn't realize it at the time, like being able to come here and recognize that I'm aware Yes. You know? yes. And that's all we can ask. Oh, wow. So anyway, so that was after, uh, if, you, if you're unfamiliar with the story, um, Lori Lachlan and her husband, I think it was half a million dollars. They paid to a guy to fudge uh, her school records, her SAT scores. They photoshopped her into pictures on like a uh, a crew team to get her into USC. Meanwhile, she was spending all of her time, all got supposed to be... At college, yes. spending all of her time on YouTube, yeah. building up her channel, doing endorsement deals, making videos, all talking about stuff. how much she didn't want to go to college. Yes. They 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 hustled their way in with half a million dollars, and she was doing videos about how much college sucked. Yeah, <laughs> girl, come on. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Two announcements from Apple yesterday. Yeah. One is that Apple Fitness that we all found out about a couple of months ago will launch on Monday. What's that? What's That's the, the studio-style workouts that you can do by watching on your iPad, on your phone, on your computer. Gotcha. Okay. And all the okay. metrics sync to your, your Apple Watch. Gotcha. Apple TV, all that stuff. But the other thing that they announced that had the internet going wild yesterday was a new product two weeks before Christmas. And that is headphones that they are calling the AirPods Max. Introducing AirPods Max. Every aspect has been designed for uncompromising fit and performance. Machined aluminum ear cups connect by a unique suspension system, enabling independent articulation to the telescoping arms of the headband. This flexes to fit a wide range of head sizes <laughs> with a warp knit canopy, maximizing comfort and breathability. Okay, blah, 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 they're headphones. They're well, over-ear yeah. headphones. They're, they're, yeah. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Okay? <laughs> so... Forget about all the tech that's in them, oh, all right? These things are pricey sake. as hell, bro. How much are they? So in the States, $549. Oh, for God's sake. In Canada, $779. Now, there are reports out there that in the States, the pre-order, because you can't order them now and then, like, get them shipped next week. Okay. It's not until the spring that they're getting shipped out. So there are reports now that in the States, they've already sold out from the pre-orders. In Canada, really? I went on earlier and yeah. i was able to go through the motions and still add it to my cart and if i wanted to choose purchase i could choose purchase but i didn't so what makes these so bloody different hold on okay let me finish here okay, sorry my brother yeah I canada okay. 7.79 oh plus apple care right i get apple care with everything yeah so 79.99 for apple care taxes in it brings me to a total of 970 dollars and 65 cents for the brand new Apple AirPods Max. Really, huh? I'm not going to spend that money on those no. headphones. And when I went through the motions, it says here it's going to ship between March 10th and 24th if I want to get sh free shipping. If I want to pay for shipping, I can get it like a week earlier. I'll tell you, every time I'm skeptical about all this stuff and say, I'm not going to do it, like I have the AirPods Pro. Same. And pff, they're just better than everything else. I agree. They're just was, better than everything else. I was, and I've I, tried them all. I was against getting the AirPods Pro. Yeah. But basically, these new over-ear headphones from Apple yeah. are the AirPods Pro, but just over-ear version. Really, yeah? See, I don't, I, maybe I don't mind that. Maybe I don't mind that then. Maybe I will get them. I, but it messes with my hair. That's the problem. Now, one of the reasons why I like Jeez. AirPods Pro is because it keeps your hair nice. <laughs> Right, I don't like even on this show. I don't. I stopped wearing headphones that go over my head years ago because yeah. I hated the way my hair looked. God, it's all. I would rather my hair look good and then the sound quality be reduced than yeah. my hair look bad to have perfect sound quality. Your That's, hair looks great. Thankfully, with AirPods Pro, I get both. Uh, somebody on Twitter who claims that they they worked for Apple or they still work for Apple, yeah, uh, said that they had to sign an NDA. Because he knew or was working on the production right. of these headphones. And somebody asked him, said, hey, how long ago did you sign that NDA? Yeah. And he replied and said, four years ago. Oh, wow. So it was four years ago that he signed the NDA, but that doesn't mean it was four years ago that it was like they started the process. Who knows how long ago Could they started the process Could have been. of creating this. But people online were like freaking out because of the price. Yeah, it's expensive, it's expensive though, but it's, it's, said, it's expensive gear. For the price of these AirPods Max, I better be able to hear myself from the future. <laughs>
Somebody yeah. else said, sorry, I can't hear you. My AirPods Max automatically mute poor people at $549 US. Uh, <laughs> and then a woman tweeted out and said, yo, those AirPods Max, 550 bu- or 550 bucks, I better hear when my man is cheating on me. <laughs> Uh, so people are freaking out allegedly sold out in the states for the pre-order you can still get them in canada right now here we go the Roz and mocha show podcast so can you explain the bull roar that went down on bachelorette last night you guys watch the whole episode i'll tell you the best the, the the best part of following the bachelorette on twitter last night so maury's gonna come in shem's gonna come in the best part of it following Four dudes sit around talking about Bachelorette. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, the best part of it following along on Twitter last night was everybody noticing that Bennett has teeth like an American Girl doll. Where <laughs> 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 he's his natural sort of relaxed face is just two little tiny bits of his two front teeth poking out, just like an American Girl doll. And the side by side pictures are so incredibly accurate really? that it's fantastic. So, Bennett is Harvard, right? Yeah, Harvard. Yeah, yeah. he's the EQ guy. Right, Mr. Smarty Pants. Yeah, Mr. Smarty Pants, who screws up words all the time, uh-huh. as you're going to hear. I was just going to say, He's, if you're from Harvard, what you doing? He screws up words all the time. Uh, so, okay, so so he what? She, we're going to, because I, I want to play this clip. I think it's clip number three, Mocha. Yeah. I want to play this clip, but so she sent him home, right, yeah, Shem? She, she did, yeah. She sent him home after he and Noah were kind of having a little conflict on their on their date right and because they keep going back and forth the two of them correct okay and the way the last week's episode ended was uh she sat them both down and was like what's in this box box that bennett gave noah right and then who? and in the box it was like a A, mustache a a, a bandana and mustache socks and a book on uh, on emotional intelligence (laughs) (laughs) i know super petty (laughs) okay so here's here's number three bennett you have made me feel hurt this entire time and made me feel very special. I truly have enjoyed getting to know you. And I think that the way that you make me feel when you're around me is amazing. And I don't, I've, don't think I've ever actually felt that before with someone. But it worries me that you are condescending the way that you talk to people. Ooh. And that you question my intentions. Bennett? Unfortunately, I can't give you this rose. Can I walk you out, please? Wow. Sure. And then, so what, Maury? Like, all the rest of the stuff happens. There's, like, a ceremony. Other people get kicked off. And then, what, Bennett comes back? That was the weirdest thing. So she's, like, in her robe. She, like, like Excuse uh, me. dressed nicely in her yeah. room, getting ready for bed. And there's a knock at the door. Now, listen to how he talks, because it's really creepy. Hello, Tasha. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Can we speak for a minute? Hold on a second. I need to be prepared for this because I didn't watch this part in the show. Uh, Rachel, who texted in to the Razamoka show, by the way, said, and I'm glad you said what you said, Maury, because Rachel said Bennett is Christian Bale from American Psycho. Yes! Oh. Hello, Tasha. Hi. Can we speak for a minute? <laughs> yeah. How are you? <laughs> um, yes. <sighs> I'm alive now. Here, let me show you this knife. So, uh, yeah, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind. Uh, 
Did so you just say whirlwind? Yeah. And, that, uh, yes, the I Harvard thing. Rewind that. Rewind that. Right. Okay. Hold on. So uh, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, uh, <laughs> to say the least. And uh, I spent all day going over and over in my head, um, you know, our, our parting. <sighs> you know, I first want to tell you, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry. That I have to kill you right now. For making you think I questioned your integrity or decision-making ability. It was the least of my intentions. I never would. I swear to you. Our goodbye was so bizarre, so surreal. Not really. I, I just I couldn't even fathom what just happened. Well, you're a douche. And I was thinking of all of these things that I hadn't been able to share with you. You know, sometimes you don't realize things until they're gone. <laughs> and I realized in that moment that I love you. Oh, oh God. Wow. Come on, man. He drops the I love you. I'm not going to lie. I'm... I'm like speechless right now. He dropped the I love you with tears. This is what he, this is, okay, so Ben, this is, listen, this is what he needs to do when he walks in. His only hope, first of all, re-showing up again at the end of an episode after you've already sent home is like low class for The Bachelor. Yeah, Even The Bachelor. He, his only play, first of all, and also I need to see a Harvard diploma with that man's name on it. (laughs) Okay. Whirlwind. Whirlwind. He needs, the only thing that he can say is he just needs to walk in and go, Taisha. I'm handsome. <laughs> so how about it? That's all. That's all he could say. Nothing but, else. Nothing else is going to work. But nothing. After that, because you didn't watch, did you? No, I fell he asleep go, on, he try, on Catherine's He goes butt. in for a French kiss and she pushes him away. Oh, excuse me. He goes me. in for the French. Like, like, like his tongue, tongue was out, out ahead already? of time? No, he tilted his head like he was going to French kiss. But no, 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 no. You know what a French no, no, kiss no. is? Do you know what a French kiss is? Yeah, open mouth kissing. No. No, man. With your tongues. Yes, with it's with your tongue. It's not open mouth kissing. Well, you have to open your mouth to get your tongue. No, out. but you say you can't say a man goes in for a French kiss if you don't see tongue. No, but whenever you tilt your head, that's assumed it's going to be a French kiss. Not the necessarily. Same is Bennett here, man? Who tilts their head to just peck? Yeah, no, no, but that says not Have you never kissed somebody before? Yeah, you just go in and kiss. With what? Like nose to nose and like forehead to forehead? No, no. But he tilted. You have to tilt when you kiss. You can't kiss straight on. <laughs> I have no issue with kissing straight oh. on. Kissing straight on doesn't work. The mechanics don't work. Yeah. Also, hey. mouths don't work that way. But also, did you watch the teaser at the very no, I'm, end? No, I'm concerned <laughs> about the way you kiss. I know, this is oh. a whirlwind of a conversation <laughs> right now. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How that hurt. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Hey, Mocha. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, Billie Eilish has uh, officially called off her Where Do We Go World Tour uh, indefinitely. So she released this statement. Uh, Hi, guys. I wish I could have seen you on tour this year. I've missed performing uh, for you and being on stage so much I can't even tell you. We've tried as many different scenarios as possible for the tour, but none are possible. And although I know many of you want to hold on to your tickets and VIP passes, the best thing we can do for everyone is to get the money back in your hands as soon as we can. Uh, Keep an eye on your email for more, blah, blah, blah. Um, We'll get you on the next tour. I love you so much. Stay safe. Drink lots of water. Wear a mask. Uh, And I like that. I like that. I I think that everybody should do this. I think that all artists should do this. I think that it's wrong for people who had tours set, especially months ago, to hang on to the money. 
I think yeah. you should give the money back to your fans. People need that more than they need a VIP pass right now. Yeah. They need their money back. And uh, Billy Eilish doing the right thing. I like that. Uh, Black Panther star Letitia Wright being slammed. Did you see this? No, what happened? Oh, my God. So oh, man. she's getting a lot of backlash because she posted like a fact-free YouTube video that was questioning the efficiency and safety of potential COVID-19 vaccines and vaccines in general. Oh, no. She's so, one of those. So she tweeted out the video from a YouTube uh, channel called uh, On the Table where they were discussing in length about the efficiency of vaccines, the dangers of taking them, and the supposed origins of the ingredients of the COVID-19 COVID vaccine. And then she tried to explain things when people started going in on her, saying that she wasn't against vaccines, but thought it was very important to, quote, ask questions, adding, I think it's valid and fair to simply ask what's in it. And then everybody started dragging Don Cheadle into this. Why? Because, I don't because it's either a co-star part of the same universe, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. And then Don Cheadle, after seeing, I guess, a lot of the, the he went through a lot of the comments and Don mm. Cheadle said this, Jesus, just scrolled through hot garbage. Every time I stopped and listened, he and everything, he sounded crazy and effed up. I would never defend anybody for posting this, but I still won't throw her away over it. Hmm. The rest I'll take off Twitter. Had no idea. So he said that he's going to talk to her in person for posting something like, well, like this. Like, why of all people? Like, are they friends? Like Don Cheadle? I yeah. Th yeah, or they're co-stars. Yeah, I think they're co-stars. Has co he, like, in the past said something, like, similar about vaccines? No, 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 not at oh. all. Not at all. I think they were just like, hey, Don Cheadle, come get your girl. Yeah. Like, I think, that, I think that that's really, I think that's really just what it what it came down to. Yeah, you're a war machine. Come help us out. Yeah, exactly. Um, huge news for HBO Max in the States. We had said earlier in the month when they decided to run Wonder Woman 1984 simultaneously on HBO Max uh, on Christmas Day and in theaters that this was a game-changing move. Mm. And this was one of the biggest moves in show business during COVID. And now HBO Max and Warner Brothers have decided to put their entire 2021 slate of films on HBO Max in theaters simultaneously no. on the same day. Yeah, so hitting theaters and HBO Max on the same day this year uh, will be Godzilla versus King Kong, The Matrix 4, The Suicide Squad, Dune, Space Jam, Tom and Jerry, Mortal Kombat, The New Conjuring, uh, The Sopranos prequel, and The Many Saints of Newark. So they're going to do that with their entire slate of films for 2021. For real? Yeah. So, so what does that mean in Canada? Because nothing. We, no, don't, we don't get HBO Max. We don't have the privilege of this. So we but are isn't going it to be HBO stuff like through. Um, it's not, but not Crave. this, not Crave. this, not this. It's like us with Wonder Woman, right? So Wonder Woman in America is going to debut on HBO Max and in theaters on the same day on Christmas Day. I think it's yeah. going to run for thirty days on HBO Max. Then they're going to pull it. When they pull it, it will then go to pay per view. Right. Oh, it'll then go to on, okay, yeah, it'll yeah. then go to on demand, and once it goes to oh. once it goes to on demand, we will be able to get it through on demand. Then, when it finishes its on demand run, we'll most likely get it on Crave. So we're probably looking mm. at somewhere around before we can watch Wonder Woman for free legally in Canada. You're probably I'm guessing around March, early March. But I want it at the same time. I know we don't get it at the same time. Especially that Sopranos, uh, right. that Sopranos Dude. one, yeah. Dune. And Dune, yeah. Suicide Actually, all Squad. Of them. King Kong versus King All of them. Oh, God, all of them. Yes. At the same time. Yes. Oh, man. That's crazy. 
Uh, a tar- tiger mauled a volunteer at Carol Baskin's um, Big Cat Rescue. And it was like not good. Like they almost ripped the person's arm off. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. They said that at the Animal Refuge, um, made famous on Tiger King, the one in Florida that uh, Carol Baskin runs. Uh, the woman was 69 years old. Mm. She was the volunteer. Uh, so that went down. Mm. Surprise, surprise. Hagen dazs released their list of the most popular ice creams for 2020. <laughs> Number one is vanilla. Yo, have you never had the Hagen dazs yeah, vanilla? I, I know, but it's just very 2020, right? It's no, like no, no, no. I've Hagen had Daz. the vanilla. I've had the vanilla. I've had it the vanilla. It is amazing. I know. I've had the vanilla. Have you ever but had the uh, get... Dolce de Leche? I don't eat. Uh, no, because I, I, I'm no. not a fan of the ice Hagen-Dazs cream. One? No, oh, I like so vanilla good. ice cream. That's that's my only. So thing. What are you complaining about? I'm not because it's I think one vanilla, on the list. I know, but it's just bad. Listen. Uh, they got strawberry was a runner up. Butter nah. butter pecan was a runner up. No, no, pass. No, huh? No, is chocolate on there? Uh, yeah, uh, they have a really good chocolate one. Yeah, I think it's on there somewhere. I don't know, but whatever. I, okay, you're not into this story uh, as much as I thought you'd. Nah, be. I'm fine. I'm fine. Is triple chocolate on there? No, it's not actually. Oh. No, it's uh, coffee is on there. Mm-hmm. Strawberry, mm-hmm. butter pecan. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, their vanilla bar, the vanilla ice cream bar dipped in milk Mm. chocolate and covered in almonds. Do I know their vanilla bar dipped in chocolate covered in almonds? Is it it popular? Yeah. Yes, sir. It is. Okay. I don't know, man. Have you had the new Haagen-Dazs spirit one where there's booze in it? Excuse me. No. What kind of booze? Like booze flavoring, like like Bailey's and all that stuff. Who wants booze flavor? No, I want real deal. Haagen-Dazs, hit me up when you got the real deal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, the question is, did Rudy Giuliani fart during the Michigan hearing? Oh, God. Um, there's video going around of Rudy Giuliani testifying, and he's like all a hothead and everything else. And it really sounds like he he farted. Yeah. And the his assistant who's sitting beside him, like as soon as the sound happens, like the look on her face, like her eyes dart right over to what he was saying. Yeah. But that could be like, I don't know if this is fake because nobody likes Rudy Giuliani. So it's very easily manipulated you can take any bit of footage from anything and throw a fart sound in it and it will go viral and then forevermore giuliani would have farted at the michigan hearing (laughs) but i will allow you to make your own decisions okay the answer that i gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness just like you they don't want to know the truth well you probably know the truth the answer that i gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness just like you they don't want to know the truth well you probably know the truth yeah i know you farted bro okay is that the truth yeah okay he he tried to time let's listen to it again he tried to time the fart with the word witness because I think he wanted the word witness to cover the, wor- uh, the, the actual sound of the fart. Listen. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Okay. Just yeah, like you, right. yeah. they don't want to know the truth. Uh, so well, you go- probably know the truth. So let's go back now to some other uh, debatable television farts. Yeah. Uh, California Congressman Eric um, Swalwell. This was on MSNBC on Hardball in 2019 taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. <laughs> yeah, that's a fart. Okay, I, Straight up. I, and I said at the time I didn't think it was a fart. I, I think, think it a, is. No, I don't think so. I don't no. think that was a fart. But you know why? Why? Listen again. Yeah. He paused to fart because I, he was I feeling know, so uncomfortable. So he had to fart and then continue the sentence. Listen. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay, a fart. okay. So what about Taylor Swift at the 2015 VMAs? This is a video directed by Joseph Kahn, who did Blank Space and Bad Blood. It's our third video working together, starring Scott Eastwood. Sick. Here's the video <laughs> for Wildest Dreams. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fart. You think so, man. You think everybody farts. Okay, what about Wendy Williams? That was this year, January this year. 
But you can't even do that locker room thing. That cop wasn't playing that. I mean, you're lucky you only got yeah. battery. Fart. What if he <laughs> filed a sexual assault? You know why? She paused for the fart. Yeah. Listen, she paused that, for the fart right here. I mean, you're lucky you yeah, only got like, battery. Ah. What if he now, my favorite all-time television fart was from tw- uh, 2011, which was Whoopi Goldberg on The View. And my favorite, th- what makes this my favorite, is that she acknowledges it. And she's the only person so far that has farted on television that acknowledges it. What's that shit? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the quick one. Oh, excuse me. I think I just blew a little frog out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we all fart. Just admit it, guys. Just admit it. Uh, Rudy Giuliani has COVID-19. It's about time. Uh, not about time, but like everybody <laughs> well, else in Trump's camp. You would have assumed it would have happened much sooner. Yes. Given the givens, right? Yes. Like I everybody else in Trump's you. camp had it. Yes. How, and I was wondering, like, how did he escape? Well, but clearly I, he didn't. I know. I know. He tweeted, uh, thank you to all my friends and followers for all the par- prayers and kind wishes. I'm getting great care and feeling good, recovering quickly and keeping up with everything. And also gassy. And also gassy. Um, The LCBO had announced, I guess on Friday, that they had a partnership with Skip the Dishes to deliver booze directly to the people in the city. And it's now been paused because restaurants started fighting back because restaurants, no in-room dining. There's Mm. no anything that you can do. And so selling alcohol is really a way that they're making their money. And so LCBO has put that entire deal as it is right now on pause. This is Mayor John Tory. I think the initiative with Skip the Dishes, uh, while it replaces an older deal, is maybe ill-timed. And I think maybe if the province were to say, for example, that they would postpone the implementation of that for a period of time while we have the restaurants in lockdown. They're locked down right now, so they can't open for indoor or outdoor dining. And outdoor dining is not as much of an option because of the weather. So they rely on things like the ability to sell alcohol to give them any kind of revenue stream that goes beyond uh, takeout and and, uh, delivery. Mm. Uh, And uh, last night, Robert Downey Jr. and Don Cheadle honored Chaswick Chadwick Boseman at uh, MTV's Movie and TV Awards, the greatest of all time special. The second you first saw him on screen or had the opportunity to meet him in person, his energy and intensity was is undeniable. There was something different and special about Chadwick Boseman. Each time he stepped on the set, he inspired and influenced everyone there. And with every role, he created a new legion of fans. He had an incredible power to unify people in their love for his work and their respect for him as a person. Mr. Bozeman truly embodied what it meant to be a superhero. His impact as a groundbreaking leading man, as an icon on screen, it won't be quantified by the box office records he broke, but by the legions of fans who will celebrate him for many years to come. We were both so proud to be part of this award, recognizing him the greatest of all time, our hero for the ages, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, man. Go, right? I don't know if you saw, uh, Disney did a great job with updating the intro for Black Panther on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I haven't seen it. Where no. 
typically before a Marvel movie, before you fully see the animated Marvel Studios logo appear, yeah. it's like comic book style, and it usually has clips from other Marvel movies of all the superheroes. Mm-hmm. But what they did with Black Panther is they updated it so all the clips that you see during that entire montage is all Chadwick Boseman stuff. Oh, And it's really? only right before Black Panther. Really? Yeah. Oh, great. So I thought that was real nice. That's awesome. Uh, so Floyd Mayweather is going to fight Logan Paul Logan Paul, the older brother of the Paul brothers? Jake Paul's so. the younger brother? Yeah. Jake Paul was just on the undercard of the Mike Tyson fight. Logan Paul um, lost to KSI in last year, a split decision. So very controversial. So Floyd Mayweather is not necessarily coming out of retirement because the fight is a special exhibition. So what that means is that the f- whatever happens in this fight won't go on their permanent records. Oh, so if for, if for some reason Logan Paul does beat Floyd Mayweather, he won't. Uh, then Floyd Mayweather's record will not be affected. He will still be gonna... 50 and 0. Logan Paul, by the way, is um, 0 and 1. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> right? But I don't know how they, they, they... That's the only way to do it is in a special exhibition because I think Floyd Mayweather went into his last fight weighing 150. Yeah. And I think Logan Paul went into his last fight weighing just shy of 200. Oh, wow. There's a big weight difference. So is Logan Paul then going to have to drop weight? No, they won't. It's I don't think that they're going oh, yeah, to have to match. Oh, yeah, I guess exhibition. Yeah. I mean, unless they wanted to do some sort of catch weight at like 175, but that's a lot of weight for Floyd Mayweather to put on. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. He's just going to get his ass beat. Um, on the Saturday Night Live on the weekend, did you watch the uh, the Stan parody? It was with my Pete favorite Davidson? skit of the entire show simply because that Stan song by Eminem, it's my all-time favorite song yeah. from Eminem. Yeah. And so, I love the skit so much. So he did Stu, not Stan, yeah. and instead of writing to Slim Shady, he was writing to Santa. Dear Santa, I can't believe the year is almost over. It's getting colder, I'm a year older, but I'm still your soldier. You're my hero, because you always bring me the assist. So once again, we're back to zero. Here we go, my Christmas list. I won't be greedy or needy or ask you for too much. Just want one thing, and hope you still got that magic touch. Because getting this present is the only thing keeping me alive. Dear Santa Claus, please bring me a PS5. I tried to find one at Walmart, ran around the shop mall like Paul Blart, tried to find one for sale, but the thing is that they're all out. Yo, I even went to a GameStop, but then I was like, oh wait, stop, Santa Claus can make one. The man got his own workshop. I know you probably hear this every day, but you got a cool hat. I love that movie you did with Will Ferrell, man. Elf was fat. Anyways, I love the things you do. Don't forget, bring my gift. Truly yours, I believe in you. This is Stu. <laughs> and it then, was so well done. And you know what? They did like a full, like three and a half, four minute song. Yeah. Like three verses plus a verse, a short verse from Santa. Yeah. It was great. Uh, and then I loved uh, it. Eminem showed up at the end and he was the one that got the PS5, correct? Did, yes. That's uh, unfortunate. It was good. <laughs> Sorry, I liked Stu. it, man. It was real good. Sorry, Stu. Uh, Netflix says that they have no plans to add a fiction disclaimer to the crown. So this was a lot of the calls to have Netflix do that in the last little while after the the new season dropped. They say, we have always presented The Crown as a drama and we have every confidence our members understand it's a work of fiction that is broadly based on historical 
historical events. As a result, we have no plans and see no need to add a disclaimer. The response came shortly after the UK Culture Secretary uh, Oliver Dowden called uh, Netflix um, to add a health warning, making it clear that it was a drama. Helena Bonham Carter, who also stars in the show, uh, she was on a podcast where she said that the show actually has a moral responsibility to remind viewers that it is dramatized. So uh, Netflix says that they will not do it uh, despite the calls for them to do so. Uh, Just tell the UK, mind your own business. Yeah, I know. You got got vaccines to give out this week. I know, I know, I know. Right, get to that. News this morning of what could be, although the specific details aren't out, what could be the biggest music publishing rights sale of all time? Okay. So Bob Dylan has just sold his entire catalog of songs to Universal Music. Hmm. That's 600 songs. Wow. Spanning 60 years that have been covered 6,000 times. Wow. So Stevie Nicks just sold her entire catalog or 80% of her catalog recently, and that was a deal for $100 million. Bob Dylan is up there with like that amount of revenue streaming from that catalog. And the difference is this, is that other artists, like with the Taylor Swift deal and everything else, everything else, Taylor Swift still gets royalties from it. Bob Dylan's deal is this, 100% of his rights for all the songs of his catalog, including both the income he receives as a songwriter and his control of each song's copyright is now gone. He will no longer make money off his music. What if he performs a song? You can still do a concert and, and make money off tickets. Okay. But he has, he would, Bob Dylan will no longer make money off Bob Dylan's songs. So if they use any of his songs in like a movie or TV commercial, they or get all the money. Show, Universal gets it all. They get all the money. For every album sold, they get all the money. Wow. Yeah. I wonder why. Why is he doing it? I, he's old. I think he's like 79 years old. Oh, okay. He's won the Nobel Prize. Sure. He's why, like, I, I've done all I can not? do. Yeah. Why not? And you do something great with the money, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, like if it's your material, like why wouldn't you, even after, let's say after you're gone, yeah. right? That money being made could go towards, I don't know, family or well, charities or anything you, like that. Yeah, right? but now you have the money. I guess. Now you can just do whatever you want with the money before you go. Because it'll won't, take you universal won't, you won't have so to allow, many years. Yeah, you won't have to let somebody to else that do back. that on your behalf. Right. Now you can use the money for whatever you want to use the money for. Um, so you think what did they say specifically? Hundred million? No, 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 oh, no, that's no, just no, what no, no, no. They're saying that it would be astronomically more than a hundred million dollars because Boy. Stevie Nicks got close to a hundred million, and they were like, "This is in a completely different stratosphere of what Stevie Nicks." And listen to this: I had no idea what this is. This business has been going on with people buying up music rights. Because remember, Michael Jackson started doing this years ago. Yeah. He bought up Sly and the Family Stone and he bought the rights to Great Balls of Fire. And people and, were pissed. And, and then he bought all the Beatles music yeah. for $47 million at the time. Uh, but there's a company called Hypnosis and they're a British company and they recently disclosed that between March and September, they spent $670 million buying all the rights for Blondie, Rick James, Barry Manilow, and The Pretenders. What? Yeah. How much? These $670 million to buy Barry Manilow's music. (laughs) But I want to know, like, what's the game plan at that point? Like, what are you going to do? Streaming revenue. 
Okay. Streaming gotcha. revenue. That's what the game plan is, is to get it yeah. all on streaming revenue because that's that's the way you make money now and you make it in volume. It's crazy, man. Big <sighs> business. That. Kristen Stewart apparently got COVID uh, on set of Happiest Season. And this is from Friday night. So we missed it all weekend. Aubrey Plaza, her co-star, was on with Stephen Colbert. And listen to this exchange. You shot that in Pittsburgh, right? Before COVID. Yes, right before COVID. In fact, like... COVID was on our set. Um, Kristen got sick. Uh, what? And we, we didn't know. We didn't know. Wait, is that news? Like Are the... we breaking news right now? Did people know that Kristen oh, Stewart sorry. got sick? <laughs> no, I want to know. I want that to be news. That's, that's, okay, we call that an exclusive. Okay, that's an exclusive. Exclu- look, anything you want to hear about Kristen, I know because. We will dish. We're going to um, dish later. No. <laughs> we're going to no, no. dish the dirt. No, no, no. A lot of people got sick. It was like, I, I think we, it was the last week of February. So people were starting, it was like that zone where people were starting to talk about coronavirus, but people were kind of laughing about it. No one really understood how serious it was, but I think a bunch of people on our set got sick. Wow. I didn't think God. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hey, Christy, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good. How are you today? Uh, good, good. Good. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. What is your question for the room? Uh, so what job or task would you give to someone else if you could? They would do the exact same job as you would do. Example, like cooking, cleaning, driving, etc. Oh. I can't oh. say this one? What? Pardon? This one? <laughs> no, man. Uh, what's your answer first, Christy? Uh, I would say, like, I was trying to think of something that I do a lot to maybe get rid of something that's, there's a lot of, you know, time that I put into it, but then yeah. I was thinking of getting rid of something that kind of stresses me out. Mm-hmm but I don't trust anybody else doing. Mm. So I was thinking that like entertaining. So when people come over, I love having people over, but I hate having to fill their wine glasses, make sure the chips are filled, bring out the food, take their coats, you know, stuff like that. Oh, okay, I'm right, thinking okay, that that's right. the kind of thing that I would want to designate to someone else. Cause they do a good job. Like I would, wow. but then I could like mingle and be a part of the crowd. And so be with you, people. you basically, you want a caterer, right? Sure. Basically, yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah, sure. interesting. Uh, I would say for me, I, I, there's not a lot I don't like doing because I just don't do things that I don't enjoy doing for the most part, right? Like you just get to that point in your life where I, my obligations are very slim yeah. for things that I don't mm-hmm. enjoy doing. I will say this, my life has changed significantly since Roxy started doing the cat's litter boxes. Oh, okay. Because it is <laughs> such a huge pain in the ass. And, yeah. and they always notice they're too full and it's late at night and I'm tired. Yeah. That's when they come screaming at me and standing at the top of the stairs being like, yo, dude, get your ass down there, clean her bathroom, right? And I'm always so exhausted. But now Roxy started doing it for cash. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> and my life has changed. It's, yeah. it's wonderful What do you now. do with all that free time now? I, nothing. I don't do anything. But, uh, but that's one of those little annoying things that uh, I love my cats. I love having yeah. cats in the house. I would never want them to go outside and sort of like do all that stuff out in the world. Uh, but doing litter boxes is just always the most inconvenient time because you have three litter boxes with three cats, right? Yeah. Like they each have mm-hmm. to have their own. And it's weird the way that they do it because the f- they're, all sta- they're all in a row when you go. Like we have a hole cut in the wall. Uh-huh. 
right? And then they just go through the tiny little hole in the wall. And the, That's where the litter box is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So we have like a room, like a, like a mechanical room kind of thing that the litter boxes are also in. Oh, uh, but okay, But instead, yeah. instead of leaving the door open, when we did the renovation on the house, and I did this at the cottage as well, I have the carpenters just frame out a little tiny hole above the floor trim. Oh, my God, that's and so, so cute. It's, it goes in there, and so the cats just go in and out of this little hole, and then I don't have to worry about leaving a door open. Yeah. Um, and so it's weird because they go... Um, they only go number one in the first one. Okay. They only go number two in the second one. And then the third one is a tiny little mix of both. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. It's weird. They Did have they rules. all like talk about it beforehand? I don't know. How do they figure that out? No idea. So if they go pee in number one, like for sure, they will never, ever, ever do number two there. No, there's never a number two in there wow. unless it falls off the side of the other one. Sure. You can tell. Yeah. Right? There's a streak that wow. just kind of kind of goes between the That's between the two. Yeah. And I don't know how they've figured it out, but they are they manage. Yeah. And yeah, it's really wild. So the, the one on the end has to be, it's still like there's it's still really good, the one on the end. Like there's still plenty of what would happen like, if you put a fourth box? You're supposed to have four. Oh wow. You're supposed to have one more litter box than you have cats. Yeah. But who has that kind of space? Hey, when I had two cats, <laughs> I put one box. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to have an extra litter. You're supposed to have one more litter box than the amount of cats you have. Because yeah. uh, cats get weird about that stuff, man. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, damn it, Maury, what task or job would you give to someone else if you could? Like somebody that can come in and sit on the couch dressed as me when Matthew's in a mood. <laughs> oh, like if I did something wrong, uh -huh. instead of having to like you know have to listen to it, maybe someone can I can tag someone in. Like you need in your life, you need somebody in those situations because you handle confrontation so poorly. Well, you needed oh, you need you somebody it. you need somebody on a hotline, right? That if Matthew is mad at you for something, and He's going to yell at you. This person then comes in. Yeah. Matthew yells at this person. And then this person also says all the things Matthew wished that you said to him. Ooh. He's apologizing. Oh, my God. I'm so my sorry. My client would like to say it's, sorry. It's completely my fault. No, they speak as you. Yeah. They, they oh. speak as you. Right? It's completely my fault. I screwed up. I know. So this person is just going to say all the things that Matthew would wish you would say when you're in trouble. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a Do great you want to be that No, person? but you know what would happen? What's that? Matthew would then fall in love with that person. I know. That's but no, but true. it's me, right? No, no, no you no. know, you know, you know what happened, Maury, is that you would do what you always do, which is you're going to call this person way too much, and they're eventually going to get annoyed with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want the job anymore. Yeah, I don't want the job anymore. You're asking too much of me. Uh, for me, it would say. Um, oh, I was cleaning. also going to say someone to shower for me. Like someone to stand in there and like you know like and rub wash the soap. you yeah, yeah. Or, or or shower in place of you no like like wash me oh so so you don't want somebody to shower for you you want somebody to wash shower you, you. Yeah, wash yeah, you. yeah you want yeah. somebody to shower that way you, you could just enjoy the heat with yeah but you just want somebody to rub you down wet in the shower <laughs> yeah. So no, that's not that's not an inconvenience. Yeah. That's just because you're horny. <laughs> no, so that I could just stand. That's there. not about a convenience thing. Yeah, that's stand there and do you, what? You want, you okay, okay. Perf. What if okay? What if I said it was a woman then? Can I close my eyes? You uh, see, you you're, making you see you're making it weird. No. You want to be <laughs> rubbed on, down by a guy. So hold on here. So your your two wishes are to have somebody else play you in the house when Matthew's home, and then also you want somebody to who is male, by the way, to go in the shower with you and rub you down. 
Those yeah, are your, great those life, are your, huh? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you really don't want to be married, great huh? Great life. Great life, you just huh? Want to be, you just want to be single, Maury. <laughs> um, I would have to say cleaning in our house. If I could have somebody just clean, like, everything, including after we eat dinner. Right. Just clean up the dishes. Oh, yeah. Um, and we, then the other thing, to be honest with you, you already have that. He's just not old enough yet. I know. I'm, yeah. waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for Chris to get to that age. Do the dishes. Yeah. And the other thing I would say is actually driving us around. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, driving yeah, me enough. in to work every day. Fair enough. Because then I can just like sit on my laptop and like just start doing work stuff. Yes. Before getting here. Yep. So it would definitely be uh, to have a driver. Roz yeah. had that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had Maury and then I had all Uber drivers. Yeah. Yeah, and it was incredible. I did so much in those cars on my But way now home. that you drive, mm-hmm. like how has it changed your life in terms of what you used to do when other people would drive you? I wait a lot less for things now. Okay. That's my I think that that is the one thing where I would finish, you know, doing ET Canada and you got to call an Uber and then the Uber says four minutes and then it'll say 12 and then it'll be during a snowstorm. And sometimes, you know, they're just late. So I wait a whole lot less for things Mm -hmm. now. I'm more efficient in the sense that I get places faster, but my time I don't feel is wisely spent because, I mean, there's not a lot of traffic now because of COVID, um, but when I would leave ET Canada, some days it would take like between 45 minutes, sometimes it could take an hour to get home. Mm. And that was always an hour that I could do a lot of work. So I didn't have to take anything home with me. I could reply to everybody. I could write stuff if I needed to. I could do anything I needed. So I don't have that time anymore. So I find that I'm working more at home Mm. now that I drive more. There you go, Christy. Yeah, thanks so much. I've uh, been listening to you guys. Thanks very much for joining us. Have a great day. (laughs) I've been listening to you guys for so long. Thanks so much. Uh, You're the best. Take care. Thank you. Nazim asks, long conversation or small talk? Oh, oh, depends, talk. depends, 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 depends. Yeah. I would say it depends on who uh, you're having the convo with yeah. and what it is you're talking about. I love small talk with with, with people I don't know, but yeah. that I see on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I love small talk with people at the grocery store. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It makes my heart so warm. Um, but long conversations, I'm never really down with long conversations. Mm. I, I prefer, I find them like inefficient. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Even if it's like a, a subject that you're interested in or it's like, just something yeah, that you're interested I, yeah. in. Yeah. But like but like uh, like a long conversation about one thing to me doesn't interest me. I'll have a long conversation about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But not about one thing. I've got I get, a, I get from the so table bored. if there's a long conversation and it's run its course. Yeah. I've like and you just go play on the computer. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> I know. What do you mean? Go, so hold on. So Are you talking about at home still? Yeah. When, Is all this stuff still happening at home? Are you no, just, like when we used to have, like if we had a friend over something for tea. Oh, okay. So not just you and Matthew. No, Matthew would continue talking to her. Okay. And then I would just get up and walk away. Oh, that's right. Because you, wow. like, you don't like Matthew's friends. <laughs> Is it because Matthew's friends don't like you? No, it's because it's too smart of a conversation. Oh, like I can't right, add right, anything. Right. Also, I know, I, uh, I do understand. I will say this about what Maury just said, which is something that I have that I don't enjoy at all is I don't enjoy being a sort of third wheel in a conversation where two people have an incredible interest about one thing or about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really have a place, like I don't fit into that conversation at all. And if I do, I'm forcing it. I hate those conversations. Like yeah. I'll never stick around on those conversations at all. Robin says here, how do you plan dinner every night? Do you just figure it out when you get home or do you plan for the week? 
you and I are totally different on this. Completely. Yeah. Mocha and I are in opposite ends of everything. Yeah. When it comes to dinners, you buy enough That's groceries. That's why we match so well. Yeah, I know. You buy enough groceries to last you a month. Pretty much. And you have it all planned out, right? Yeah. yeah. Not for the month, but I would say at least a few days in advance. And we buy more than enough groceries to make multiple things. Like right. I know on the weekend, maybe Jenna will put together like a grocery order that we just go and, and do curbside pickup. Uh, and she'll have like a couple of cookbooks of, of things that she knows she wants to try out or she wants to make. So she'll get the ingredients for all those things. But then all those ingredients could be used for like other things that we'll eventually make during the week. Right. I buy every day. Every single day. Yeah. I go wow. to the grocery store every single day and I buy just for that day. Sometimes if I know I'm going to have a busy next day, I'll yeah. buy two, I'll buy two days worth. So will you only buy like ingredients for that one particular meal or will you buy a little bit extra knowing that maybe in a couple of days you'll want to make the exact same thing? No, again? never that. Really? Never huh. that, never that, never that. Um, but no, I don't buy a lot when I go to the grocery store right. because I've spent years just sort of building a really, really great pantry. Right. Mm. So I have a lot already. Um, like if I am going to, like, if I want sort of spaghetti bolognese or whatever it is, yeah. I will stop at the grocery store. I'll buy a, f a fresh baguette, um, mm. and meat, everything else I have at home yeah. already. I have all my cans at home. I got my oh, okay. tomato paste at home. I always have a, I always have a, a, like a, a thing of wine in the fridge that I use for cooking. Mm. I have, um, oh, and I'll buy an onion cause I get fresh, fresh produce, but I have like all that stuff at home already, garlic, everything else. So I just go and usually buy my proteins or if Catherine wants something specific like sweet potatoes and a rutabaga, cause that's what she's going to roast for dinner tonight. <laughs> um, then I'll, then I'll pick that up, but yeah. I never buy a week's worth of groceries. Huh. I never have like a freezer full of where I'm taking something out and get the frost that yeah. day. Never, oh, never. We, we have that. Never. We have a freezer full of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Absolutely. Um, I love the fact that I now pay for, th I know what three meals are going to be because I have that food box that shows up. Oh, right. So Maury's another uh, situation where you get your groceries and you get them all in advance. I mm. go day of not knowing what, I don't even know what I'm going to get before I walk into the grocery store. Yeah. I just grab a cart and walk the aisles uh -huh. and I'm like, and okay, figure yeah, out let, let's, let's do this tonight. Um, Maury gets the boxes where they sort of, everything is already pre-prepped and then they, it just comes in a box and then you just cook it, right? Yeah. So like, it do comes you have with to a cut card? stuff? Like if, if there's you vegetables, you, you have to still chop your vegetables. You do. So sometimes like a cauliflower will come in a, in its own bag already like ripped off the thing or whatever, mm -hmm. but there'll be like a couple tomatoes and it'll tell you on the sheet what you have to do with it. You have to dice them. Um, or, you know, finally chop the garlic and stuff like that. And there's, like, pictures and step-by-step -step on what you have to do. Jeez, it's like Lego. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. really I'm looking forward to tonight. What is it? Tonight is uh, holiday poutine. So what do they give you? So oh, it's a no. What a thinly slicing sweet potato. Uh-huh. And then you make your cranberry gravy and then cheese curds on top. Cranberry gravy? With turkey. So, and then um, turkey, I guess there's a... With so it's sweet Hold potato on. fries, yam fries, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. And then great, so it's not gravy; it's cranberry sauce. Like cranberry, yeah, cranberry sauce. Yeah, There's it's no not gravy. gravy. He said gravy. It's not because on the card it said cranberry gravy. So yes, it's, it's just it's liquid cranberry. cranberry. Yes, yeah, yes. And then so and then turkey. So what? Yeah, what, ground what, turkey. Ground turkey. So then, you, what do you do with the turkey? You in a pan. You, I guess, you do what you do with the pan of turkey. But, but what do you do? What do you? Do I haven't to read it? that far ahead yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I assume fry it up. Interesting. <laughs> Boil. Interesting. <laughs> sweet potato. How do you? What's? How do you cook this? How do they tell you to cook the in sweet the potatoes? In the oven. Yeah. At what? Uh, at what? 
Oh, I don't you know. know. You don't I just know. looked at the pictures this morning. Sweet potatoes aren't that easy to make fries because especially if you're putting a liquid on top of them, whether it's like a Usually gravy oil. or um, what do you mean? Usually it tells you to drizzle oil on no, it. No, but then no, you're no, putting no, your no. cranberry sauce on it, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that sweet potatoes are very um, they're very difficult to to make workable fries when you're putting a liquid on top of them, like a cranberry sauce or a oh. gravy or something, um, because you want to cook sweet potatoes in a little bit of oil, right? Mm-hmm. And you want them to sort of get mushy because that's when the, all the sweetness comes out of them and they get caramelized and everything else. Mm. But in order to have it as a viable potato, it has to like, be crunchy. It has to be crunchy. And as soon as you oil up sweet potatoes, you run the risk of either burning the outside or cooking the outside too fast before the inside is cooked. Like sweet potatoes aren't as easy as just cutting up potatoes and throwing them in the oven. They don't cook quite the same, especially if you're using them to put some sort of like liquid on top of them. So be careful with well, that. Well, I'll follow the pictures. Yeah. Do you like sweet potatoes? Love you do, sweet huh? Potatoes. Yes, Interesting. absolutely. Oh, I, I love dunking it in mayonnaise. Yeah, I make it for Catherine all the time. I eat them as I'm going, as I'm cooking them, uh-huh. right? Like as I, as I'm flipping them and everything else, I eat them, and I just do olive oil, salt and pepper, and fresh thyme oh, is what I put on. I them. love and they're sweet delicious so and much, uh, but I don't like them. I will never have them with a meal. Really? No, never. I, I will never make them as a meal. Don't. Huh. I don't. I like them on their own yeah. as a snack. But not like Basically, on the side. Not. Like, I will uh, never. If, if there's if they're on the table and there's a big spoon in the bowl, yeah. I will never scoop them on my you know plate. What's really good with them? No. A maple glaze. No. See, I don't ah, like maple. Gross. No thanks. No. no. Like a whole sweet potato in the oven right as though it okay, was I know. Yeah. a baked potato. Tell, I'm telling you right now, I don't. I, okay, I don't. Eat, I don't eat maple. Ross hates everything maple. I don't eat maple. <laughs> But have you had it with a sweet Maury, potato? stop it. You're just like every, like, okay? You sound like the guys that used to try and get me to smoke weed. And you, just <laughs> say, you just haven't tried my <laughs> shit, man. No, I don't want your maple. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a question from Laura. Now, I think I'm the only one that'll be able to answer this. Go for it. Because do you guys drink milk at home? Almond milk. Milk? Almond, yeah. No, like I sit around with a big glass of milk as an <laughs> no, adult? Because no. she's asking about bagged milk. Oh. Right? I used to, though. We used to get bagged milk. Okay, so here. When you finish a bag of milk, do you cut open a new bag or leave it and let the next person to use the milk open it? Whoever finishes it puts it in and cuts it open. See, in our house, because I'm the only one that uses the bagged milk, mm-hmm. because Jenna uses, like, almond milk or oat or... Yeah. So when a bag is done, the container that it's in, I will, even though it's not, like, dis- it's, like, never disgusting, mm-hmm. but I will put it in, in the sink and I'll give it a wash. And then when I'm ready to use another bag, at that point I'll get the bag out of the fridge and put it in. Interesting. We, I haven't had bag milk in forever. And I just remember growing up, the one thing that you could not do or the one thing you never wanted on your head was to be the one who finished the milk, right? Yeah. Um, because we used to, used to get in trouble for going through so much milk. Oh, really? Right? That was the thing. You, yeah. There's no way that you boys should be going through this much milk. And so it would. It was a. It was a, a contest between my brother and I of who could leave the least amount of milk in the bag <laughs> where <gasps> that amount still could be used for like a tea, uh-huh. right, or a coffee. So then either mom and, or dad will have to refill. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. But then they were the ones. They were the ones that would finish it. Uh-huh. Right. So I like if my mom came home and there was just enough milk in the bottom of that for a cup of tea, you were fine. Yeah. If my mom came home and there was a fresh bag cut open in there, you got in trouble for drinking all the milk. <laughs> right? Well, that's what it's there for. I, it's, I, it's expensive though. <laughs> okay? Like, you can't be going through a bag of this a day is what they used to say. Uh, my folks used to buy so much bag milk. Did like, they freeze so it? Did much. they ever freeze yes. it? Yeah, they froze it. Huh? That's say, weird. So our, exactly. Milk. Our, our freezer, they bought one of those, um, the, the chest freezers, right? Yeah. 
and you open it up, and there were like six, seven, eight bags of frozen milk really? in there. Yes, I always thought weird. it was odd. That's super weird. No, my dad never froze the milk. No, no, that. He, that but it was only the two of you, so he would just we buy enough. bag milk. We use bag milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. No, but he, it was only the two of you, so yeah. it would only be did, uh, enough for what you guys would use. Did you guys? Did you guys have the um, when you opened a bag? Did you use scissors or did you have that cool thing with the magnet that stuck to the side of the fridge? Oh, scissors. The cutter. What? You never used the cutter? What cutter? It was a specific cutter. For bag milk? Yeah. yeah. It usually yeah, had the you, Becker's you, logo yeah, on it. Yeah, you held the tip. Yeah. You held the tip, and it was a little tiny, it was a little stick. It looked like a little USB stick uh-huh. with a round sort of end on it, and it had like a little Pac-Man mouth on it. And inside that little Pac-Man mouth were two little razor blades. And so you just held the the, the corner of the bag of milk and went... Like that, really? and, it, and it came right off perfectly every single time. No. And then you just stuck the magnet back to the fridge. No. I never have, had that. We used to have to use scissors. No, no. I tell you the hell I went through when it was my turn, or yeah. when I had to open the bag of milk. Yeah, because I'm left-handed. Oh no! So using this, I used to mess up that bag so bad. Who remembers getting yelled at for cutting the hole too big? Me. Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who cut this? Yeah. All the too, time. Too much milk comes out. I know, too much. <laughs> All the time. That was okay, the worst. Alan says here, if you could pick only one ability, would you pick teleportation or flying at super speed like Superman? What I are, think teleportation, right? Are, yeah, what it's are, faster than flying. What are the rules to teleportation? But teleportation, you're going to a certain period of no, no, time. No, 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 no. No, not, not time, time travel. travel. Teleport. Teleport. Oh, like so I like go you from can, here to Los Angeles. Yes. Exactly. So is this question not basically, do you want to go faster, faster? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Yes, But no, no, but I also think the difference is this, is that why I say teleporting is because I wasn't looking at it as speed. I was saying, okay, flying, I could get from, you know, Toronto to Los Angeles very quickly, like Superman speed. You could be there in two minutes if you're Superman. Uh, the difference with teleporting is I wasn't thinking of it traveling from city to city. I was thinking of traveling from inside a room to another inside room, which oh. you can't do when you fly. You still have to get right. into a building. So if you're teleporting, yeah. you could say, I want to go from directly right here to where I am to say front of the stage at the Sean Mendez concert that's also happening at the same moment. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you could teleport right See, there. See, and I was looking at flying like if you teleported whereas if you're flying you could at least stop on the way. Yes, yes. Like no. if you're like oh there, I want to pick is up a, something. There's a case to be made for flying. For sure there's a case to be made for flying. Um, but I would 100% say teleporting. Because yeah. if you're teleporting and you have to go from here to the Shawn Mendes concert, but on the way you wanted to pick up a Slurpee. But no, no, but then you teleport from here to the Slurpee place and then from the Slurpee place to the Shawn Mendes concert. Oh, I guess you could do that, yeah. Just seems like a lot of extra. It's work. not once. They didn't say you get to teleport <laughs> once, and then I'm sitting here going, yeah. "Sean Mendez." Yeah, you're not using right? your like, one yeah. teleport to go to a Sean Mendez concert. And you know, Maury would ruin it, and he would just, and he would, he would like just be standing there with his Slurpee, yeah, and, and, and no Sean Mendez. <laughs> Stuck at a Seven Eleven. That's too far to walk to walk home from. Yeah, yeah. In Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> Laura says here, do you guys have a favorite food item or meal? that you came across while traveling that you always have to get when you go back to that place. Oh, good one. 1,000%. What is it, more? 
Because you can't get these unless you go to San Miguel, the island in the Azores of Portugal. Okay. Which is in one of the villages, Vila Franca. Yeah. Right? They have the Queijadas de Vila Franca, which but is. You, the, now you didn't say any of those words right, by no. the way. Just tell us what the food tell is. Tell us what the, the food record. is. It better not All be a right. hot Nobody's dog, impressed by this, by the way. Nobody's impressed by your, your knowledge of going to uh, uh, Portugal and your butchering of the language. No, you went to Portugal yeah. once, like 10 years ago. <laughs> I know. Get over it. No, please. That's my family <laughs> right there. So in the village, they have the cakes you can only get them there yeah. right and I remember I sweet talked the guy at the the factory because it's yeah. family run and I got to go in and help the ladies make the cakes okay what are the cakes to explain them so it's kind of like a, like a custard cake kind of thing mm-hmm. but a harder custard on top is sort of icing sugar right but it's the flavor it's just to, it's to die for it's okay. fantastic like you a crème brûlée um yeah almost but like a harder inside like not like creamy it's more like a like a cake texture Mm-hmm. Right, like you can get uh, are Portuguese. They big? How big are they? Show them with your hands. They're like this here. Oh, it's a little. Yeah, you can get Portuguese um, custard cakes everywhere, right? Mm. But this is very different. Like how different though? Different because of the romantic notion of being there? No, or no, different flavor altogether. All, altogether. But then well, you go if you go half hour north to uh, Furnish. Here we go. Listen. Okay. But the thing they is, make a sweet bread <laughs> and you, you eat went, it hot. You went it's to fantastic. Portugal once, so you I'm had those twice. items twice. twice. Okay. Twice. So, you, but the question is, the like a favorite food item or meal while traveling that every time you go back to that place, I haven't you get had it. a chance to go back yet. Oh, okay. But that is your favorite. Yeah, okay. like when family does go, yeah. they'll bring it back. Interesting. Roz, anywhere? I mean, go you don't really travel much. You go like for for oh, for leisure. You when we could travel, you would travel for your for other work. job at ET Canada. Yeah, I mean, I've traveled, but my thing is this: is that when I do travel, I go back to the same places over and like over Taco and Del Mar over and over and over again. Um, no, I'm trying to think if there was anything that I've had specifically in. In one place, like when I used to go to New York all the time and and before burger, before we had a lot of really, really great sort of diner style burgers in Toronto. Uh, every time I went to New York, I would just go to Shake Shack because mm. their burgers were just so good and their, okay. fri- and their fries were awesome. I did Shake Shack once. They opened up um, in in Central Park. They opened up like a stand or whatever. It wasn't that good. Oh, I like Shake Shack. It's What's good. that place you told us about? And then when I went to New York a few times, it's um, an unmarked burger place greasy oh, oh, spot oh, oh. inside of like a hotel yeah that was another great place that you would it never was, know yeah. it's a beautiful hotel that was the... you walk into the lobby it's gorgeous and then off to the side yeah, I th- there's like a, a hallway it, and all yeah. you smell is grease yeah i think that was called the burger shop I think it was. So, yeah, it was in the bottom. It's in the lobby of a hotel. So imagine walking into, a, like, a beautiful hotel, like a yeah, Four gorgeous. Seasons Hotel kind of thing, where the lobby is just pristine. And then... It's huge. Huge. Yeah. And then there's a hallway that just sort of, like, is right beside reception. There's just a hallway, and it just leads down. Like, it would be, like, where the bathrooms are or whatever. And at the very end of the hallway, there's a neon sign of a burger and a black curtain. And when you walk down this hallway and through this black curtain, you are in, like, a hole-in-the-wall, greasy spoon, wooden booth, loud 
tiny yeah. burger joint where people write on the walls with sharpies and stuff like that. Yeah, and like, like it was all incredible. Sorts of famous. So if you like Huge. stand there and yeah. you look at the walls, you see yeah. all these famous names. Yeah, that people place was all, that place was really in. good. There's another place, Barney's Beanery in Los Angeles, is another place that does really really great burgers, and they've been around forever. Like I don't even know, eighty years or something like that. Uh, that's another really great classic burger place that I always used to love going to in uh, in Los Angeles. Um, when I go to, I love Mexican food and I love the way Mexicans cook Mexican food because it's not like Tex-Mex. It's yeah. actual sort of Mexican food. And so I love, I discovered something called tacos de papas, I think is what they're called, which is a, it sounds weird. Like it sounds like some white trash mother invented it because the cupboard was bare. Um, but, um, but, but tacos de papa, I believe that this is what it was. So it was a tortilla shell uh-huh. and chorizo sausage all cut up. Like, mm. like you take, you, de- you take the skin off and it's sort of like loose chorizo and it's, um, chorizo sausage and you fry that up and then you take your, uh, tortilla shell and you put half of it in oil and then you flip it and put the other half in oil. So it is almost like a hard shell taco. Right. And then they take mashed potatoes and they line the bottom of it with mashed potatoes. Okay. And then they put the chorizo sausage on top of the mashed potatoes. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a mashed potato sausage taco. That sounds delicious. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'd never had one before. Really? I had never had one before. And then everybody was gobbling these things up one day yeah. when we were in, I don't even know, uh, Guadalajara, I guess it was maybe. And, and everybody's lined up because they're the rules for, I love going to places where the rules for selling food don't apply. And it's just trust yeah. that you have because you walk through these neighborhoods and during the day, these neighborhoods look like normal neighborhoods. But at night, everybody opens their garages and they have restaurants in their garages, like these little taco stands in their garages. And people just walk up and down the street, literally going into people's homes and paying them money. And they have these taco stands set up. And so you just walk around and you're just paying people to make you tacos. But this is what everybody does late night. And you eat some incredible food. There's this one place. Anytime my wife and I went to Cabo. And this hotel that we stayed at wasn't too far from uh, a town called La Paz. Mm -hmm. The drive was like 10 minutes from where we were to the town. And the times that we've been driving along this road, it was pretty much like a highway. There was always this one taco stand, like in the middle of nowhere that I would see. And the guy's standing there. Yeah. And he's got his like signs and everything for what you can get. And I've never stopped. And I've always regretted was it like a truck or was it like a table? No, it was or like, like a, a tent. A, it was or... like a stand, like uh, like we, when you would see like a hot dog stand. Oh, I got you. And I was you. like, and every time I drove by, I was like, man, I bet you this guy <laughs> has probably the best because it was he was advertising for fish tacos. Oh, and I was like, God, I bet you yeah. this guy because there's nothing else around. It's just highway. Do you and then like do you like fish stand. tacos? I do. You yes. do, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, man, I bet you this guy and you has never probably stopped? the best. Nah, never. Really? And every time I drive by, I'm like, you know what? One day I'm gonna stop. Yeah. And I haven't been back in forever. That's too bad. That's too bad. I want to add in two more. Go. Because I go to New York often yeah. every Christmas. <laughs> okay. And I yeah. can't believe I said Portugal, but I should have also said New York. Okay. Um, favorite things to do as soon as we land, we always go to Katz's Deli for Montreal, Montreal Smoked Meat Sandwich. Yeah. And we get... We do they call it Montreal Smoked Meat in no, New York? No. No, it's just corned beef, right? Corned beef, yeah. yeah. Right. But we order one cut in half and Matthew is half, I have half. 
Uh-huh. Right. That's our favorite. And also serendipity where you get the frozen hot chocolate. Ah, yes. How do you eat the... What is the frozen hot chocolate? How do they serve that? It's basically like hot chocolate. It's in a massive bowl with many straws, but mm-hmm. it's like frozen. Literally, it's hot chocolate that they freeze, right? It's like ice shavings right. and stuff, but it's it's unbelievable. Uh, there's one place, not one place, there are many, but one thing about New York that reminds me of all the trips, the family trips we would take uh, growing up. Because yeah. we used to drive to New York a lot. Uh, it's, it's growing a big up, drive. My dad, all of my dad's brothers and his sister and his parents both lived in in New York. When they all, when everyone was leaving Guyana, it was like <laughs> my dad left, yeah. went to England, met my mom from England, moved to Canada. Right. Everyone else in Guyana left there and then went straight to New York, like New York City, like Queens. Yeah, and never, never left. And never left. So we would always go. And the one thing I remember, because it was one of my uncles that bought it for me and I fell in love. And every single time I went back, just the smell of it, just even anywhere in the world that I am, right? Mm-hmm. Just the smell of it reminds me of New York and these road trips. It's just a shish kebab oh, yeah. on a stick. They would just sell them yeah. at like 10 o'clock in the morning as soon as the cart opens up on the street and you would just go, you pay your two bucks or whatever, and mm. you get a shish kebab. Yeah, that's good. You could say the same, about, I guess, that's about good. chestnuts, right? Like, you, anytime you smell chestnuts, does it remind you of the See, I've never of had York? any of that. Yeah. No, but the smell oh, right, sh- would no, remind you of New York. Kebab. Well, it's like a Montreal steamy. What's that? It's that, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to partake. No. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you don't want to do a Montreal steamy with no. me? No, bonjour, hi. No, 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 thanks. no, you don't. Welcome to the Montreal steamy. No, What's Mon- that? Montreal steamies are how they would cook hot dogs, which is a steamed hot dog with a steamed bun, which is how I cook hot dogs. So why they just call it like steamed hot dogs? Because they're steamies. I'll have two steamies. Oh. But they, 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 that's, that's how different. they do them everywhere, though. No, 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 no. No. Um, People like, because when I moved to Ontario, the big thing with here was, and what I grew up with here, was you would get the hot dog vendors where it's barbecued, where everything is barbecued. That's like the sort of street version of our hot dog Oh, sure, but when you go to the ballpark, there's steam. Right. No, no, they're not. They're on that roll thing. Yeah. They're on that roll thing. I've had steam. Okay. No, they're always on that roll thing, right? And I like a boiled hot dog with a steamed bun. And that was what a steamy was. And so you would just go and order like four steamies mm. and they put them in those little foil wrappers oh, that are yeah, all the like best. rolled up at the end. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a Montreal steamy. I don't know what you were thinking of. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds weird. <laughs> Every week on Instagram, you'll find us at kissdie 25 Ask your questions and we will answer. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss 92. Kiss92.5.com or download the Kiss92.5 app.